Hello and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner and I'm here with James Farley. Oh, hello. Sean Bell. Hello. <laughs> and Blake Harrison. Hello there. Actor. Yeah? Celebrity. Yeah. Well. Award winner. Huh? Yeah. Sco- scored a winning penalty for England in front of 72,000 people. 80,000. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not not enough for you though, was it, Blake? No, no, not enough for you. You you, you wanted more, didn't you? You you had to step into my turf and uh, make a podcast. That's it's you know you knew you knew I did podcasting. You knew that, and you you got I let you have all that stuff. I could have done soccer aid. I could have scored that goal. I could have scored that penalty, but I didn't because you were doing it. But you decided, oh, I'll do a podcast. I'll do a podcast. Well, you'd like, you know, I mean, the, you know, podcasting is, is, is quite a wide art form, if we want to call it an art form. And I think I mean, for, that, for some podcasters, yeah. Seriously. I think that there's in, enough pie to go around. And, I, you know, I, I would say that my podcast is based around mixed martial arts and yours is based around computer games. I think, you know, those we, we're not, not, necessarily, not necessarily stepping on each other's toes there, mate. A lot yeah. of crossover fans. I was going to say, I, mean, I think you will naturally be having Dave on your MMA podcast, will you? Oh, of, of course. Oh, God. With yeah, all yeah, of yeah. Dave's, know, you know, I... well-known uh, fight training that Dave yeah, has yeah. done. Yeah, I've done. I can. I can fight, mate. I can do all that. <laughs> I can do punching. I've got all that down, mate. I've got that in my locker. He practices on his own. If you step any further onto my turf, <laughs> you will find out, Blake. <laughs> well, do, you, do you know what? Do you know what I will do? Because I know I know what you're doing here, Dave. But I'm I'm actually gonna I'm gonna come in and within the first like minute or so of this podcast, I'm gonna ple- completely rip up the rule book here and oh say I know you're supposed to be the bad guy, Dave. You know I know you've got a rep. You've got you've, you've, you've got a rep to maintain. But I'm gonna completely break kayfabe, which is what the pro wrestling fans uh, know about the old kayfabe, and say that David Turner was incredibly lovely and was don't really helpful. He was helping me out with the old garage band and telling me what mics to get. And he did a little practice run with me, didn't you, Dave? Didn't you, Dave? No. Yes, you did. <laughs> and you this is great. This is great. David, Quick, David, going. David Turner was an incredibly sweet and generous young man helping no, 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 me I'm out getting, getting ready for the podcast. So I'm sorry, David, I've come along and I've completely, you know, ripped up the rule book here, gone against type and broken kayfabe. But, uh, you know, I just wanted to say thank you so much for being so lovely and wonderful and compassionate to another human being that was a bit lost. Fuck you, man. That's how I build up. This is amazing. Do you want to tell tell people about your podcast? What's it called? How's it going? How are you you finding it? Uh, well, no, genuinely, I mean, I mean, I don't know. Is anyone going to listen to it from your show? I don't know. If you, if you're a mixed yeah, martial arts fan, if you like your combat sports, which I do, then uh, head on over to the MMA fan podcast where we've spoken to genuinely some of the best mixed martial artists on the planet. I mean, we've spoken yeah, to Ben Shepherd was one ben of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will get onto that. But, um, but ben, ben was a wonderful guest because Ben actually has done a charity boxing match where he uh, quote mashed up Lamar. Um, 
but we have we, we you know we we started only about four or five months ago or whatever it was and we've already had uh ufc featherweight champion of the world alexander volkanovsky on the show tyron woodley who was a former welterweight ufc champion who is going on to fight jake paul in a few weeks uh, in probably a oh, yeah, huge money that. fight. I'm, I'm not a big fan of those weird YouTube boxing matches, but, <laughs> you know, they make an awful lot of money, so good luck to him. And then, you know, some of the creme de la creme of the British mixed martial arts scene, and there is a big, what was supposed to be UFC London card coming up on September 4th, where a lot of people we've already interviewed are on that card, and we're going to be releasing a few episodes that are solely about that card. But that card, unfortunately, because of COVID, has been moved to Vegas so uh, that sucks uh, for all the English, British MMA fans. But it's it's been an amazing, you know, few months of going from I just met this guy doing another podcast who was as big an MMA fan as me. Uh, and it wasn't an MMA based podcast at all. It was about music. And we suddenly just got talking about MMA and went off on one for about an hour. From that, we just went, oh, do you want to? start doing it and we'll just chat about what we like about MMA. And then all of a sudden we're interviewing quite literally some of the best mixed martial artists on the planet, as well as Ben Shepard. So, uh, it's been, it's been amazing. <laughs> see James, James, do you see how it works, mate? So play your cards right. And you might be doing a podcast with Blake Harrison in the near future. <laughs> eh? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I don't, think so. I don't think he's that up for it, to be honest, Blake, sorry. <laughs> Rude, not forced. He's, he's committed to this one. Um, no, but how are you finding the whole podcasting thing? Because, I mean, you didn't, uh, well, we initially spoke about it and you were thinking about getting into it. You weren't, I, I, I mean, I assume you listened to podcasts, you'd been on podcasts yes. before, but you'd never sort of done your own. So yeah. how are you finding Although that I did, side I did only ever listen to. I did only ever listen to podcasts that I was guesting on. So it was like I had my own. <laughs> what, no. on repeat? I mean, to be fair, <laughs> I would fair, only that's more, ever... More, that's more due diligence than most guests do, to be fair. I think that's <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Although it's kind of, it's after the fact, isn't it? It's like after I've been on your show, then I'll listen to your show, just listening to my own voice constantly. <laughs> have you got like, a super cut? Have you got a super cut where you've edited out when anyone else talks? And yeah. it's just you speaking for... Unless yes, they're laughing. I, that's, that's my anniversary present from my wife. I asked for it a while ago, and I've asked her to just cut out anyone else that speaks on any other podcast I've been on. And once she masters that, I'll get her onto YouTube, and uh, she'll just be editing out anyone that has uh, ever interviewed me before. And it's just, again, just me talking, <laughs> answering random questions. And I've never been good at that whole... Whenever you have interviews, you, you get a lot of interviewers that go, oh, can you do that thing where you say the question within your answer so that people know oh, we do so no, we can yeah, edit yeah, ourselves yeah. out i've never been good at that so what what i will have is just ran, <laughs> random ramblings that make zero have you ever sense said no? have you ever got have you ever just got no i'm not doing that that's weird uh unfortunately not no i always i always oh, try man, you should no, try that i don't time. think i do it very i don't think i do it very well you can always you can always tell you start you start an answer and sometimes they'll have the, the kind of the gumption to like where you don't you don't put the question in the answer and they'll sometimes be slightly giving you a a, a slightly kind of disappointed look and then they'll go can, can, <laughs> do, do you mind just saying that again but in, including the answer in the question you go oh yeah yes no worries mate. yeah sorry about it sorry about it. then you say the do answer you again saying that again but how we ask you the first time please <laughs> exactly and you never do it as well the second time but then after you've done it for about three or four times and missed the question three or four times they just look despondent they're just like there's no way this idiot is going to get it so let's just <laughs> let's just let him do what he wants we'll have 
have to edit them the questions in in like type form at the bottom of the screen or yeah. something like that. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, but I obviously I do listen to a lot of podcasts. I uh, listen, I do listen to a lot of MMA based podcasts because uh, that's just what I'm passionate about and love. But I also have listened to. Uh, your podcast, the Computer Game Show, but also I That's loved and have—I genuinely, absolutely loved Star Calls. Absolutely loved it. <laughs> oh, <chip. laughs> I wasn't expecting that. No, why are you being nice? This but, is weird. We've well, never had this before. That's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm kind of putting you at ease, and then all of a sudden, when you least expect it, stab me in the back, I am yeah. going to pull out some horrible story about you kicking a puppy when you were like 14 years old, and we knew each other back then. That- that didn't happen. Did it, right. did it not? There's worse <laughs> stories you could tell yeah. than that. I mean, um, no, he, but, did, but, he didn't. He didn't kick a puppy, or at least he was never found guilty of kicking said puppy. <laughs> oh, did you ever hear the bit in Star Calls where we mentioned you? Because I wanted to get you on that show. For those of you that that don't know what Star Calls is, um, it's it was a podcast that James and I did. It's still available. Go and listen to it. It's where. I watched the Star Wars films genuinely for the first time in my life, like mid thirties. And, um, I watched them all. Obviously James, you're a huge Star Wars fan. So I'd call you after watching every one of the films and we would talk about them. Right. And that, that was the show, but you came up in one of the episodes and I'm going to ask you now, because there was a (laughs) bit of a debate going up in our WhatsApp group about it. Now, out of all my friends, (laughs) this isn't, doesn't sound like a compliment, but out of all my friends, (laughs) You're the most likely to be asked to act in a Star Wars film, right? <laughs> well, right? Uh, because you don't know literally any other actors, but yeah, okay. Right. So, if you get the call, they want you to be in the next Star Wars film. Yeah, right? I'm liking this so far, yeah. Okay, but they say, we want you to be Jar Jar Binks. Like, we're going <laughs> to do a big bit with Jar Jar Binks in the next film. Do you take that role? Okay, well, the immediate Jim- thing that jumps the immediate thing that jumps out at me is that Jar Jar Binks didn't he have kind of like a sort of faux or something sort of like Jamaican accent yes. or Jamaican yeah. twist? Yeah. There was a lot of problems there. I think there could be a bit of a Twitter backlash about me playing okay. Jar Jar Binks yeah. for yeah, that, that and reason. That was, right, all of this was considered. All of this was thrown into the mix when we were talking about okay. it. Okay, right? okay. So I don't actually that- remember this. I listen to every episode and don't remember this, but carry on. <laughs> Right, I, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure I, I'm, we might not have gone into it in that much depth on the, on the show, <laughs> all, but all right. But, so all <laughs> of that's in the mix. You've yeah. got to think of you've got to think of that stuff. You've yeah. got to think of what people think of that character already, you know. But it's the next Star Wars film. This is the only part you're being offered, and it's Jar Jar Binks. Tell me now, do you take that role? Um, I. I think I, I would I would ask them if I could change the accent slightly. And I would, yeah. I would, I would, I would be genuinely concerned about that. Can it be his cousin I think or something? Genuinely, like it. Because I think Jar Jar Binks now could actually be a fantastic role. Let's, let, with Jar Jar Binks now, I think you'd have to play him like you knew everyone hated him. So, right, okay. you know, you're playing the death scene for cheers, not for sobs. And I mean, <laughs> if anyone has watched the uh, the Lego Star Wars cartoons that are on like Disney Plus and stuff, which are brilliant, they handle the Jar Jar stuff brilliantly. So I, I would go right. down a Lego Star Wars Jar Jar Binks route and just play okay, him so knowing I'm, everyone I'm, hates I'm him. I'm the producer at Disney and I give you a call back and go, no, we want, we want the accent. <laughs> and we, 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 we just want the same thing. 
we've heard your ideas we, we've heard your ideas about you know playing it for you know look how shit uh, we just just play it straight play it. you jar jar binks you jar jar binks you jar jar binks you sign the contract uh let's for now let's say no <laughs> <laughs> yes brilliant me and matt had a massive argument about it i was like there's no way there's no way and it was like oh, of course it will it's star wars it's star wars so oh no, don't get, get me wrong it would it would be a hard decision but as soon as they're like oh yeah but you have to act in a jamaican accent i'd be like is that okay i don't think that's okay <laughs> like i'd be it's having a real crisis he's an alien you're not you're not playing an actual jamaican <laughs> he is an that's alien true. kind of like fish man that yeah. for I some know, reason but... has a jamaican accent but i don't know that i could because the other i'll tell you the other thing about it that would be just god awful is um that you'd be on set not in a costume, not in a mask. You'd probably be yourself just with some green dots on your face. And you'd yeah. be turned up, you're like, you're right, mate. I, 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 Daisy Ridley and John Boyega, how's it going? You're right, you're right guys. You're having a good time? Oh, lovely, lovely. And then you start speaking in a Jamaican accent. <laughs> <laughs> it would just be horrific, wouldn't it? it would they would, just, they'd be looking at you and they'd just be like, are you taking the piss? You know, like, you what, have... what are you doing? How could you <laughs> possibly do it? I don't, I don't, I don't think it's possible to do. Isn't it a saying among actors that it's better to be shit in a hit than a hit in shit? Is that a real thing? Yeah, but I don't say? think it's better to be like racist in a hit. I think that might be one of those exceptions. Like, yeah, sure, be be shit in a hit, but don't don't be racist in a hit. Yeah. Don't, that yeah, is the same really far. take that into account, does it? Yeah. So, okay, all right, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much for answering that. That's You're welcome. <laughs> Um, right, okay, um, speaking of uh, amazing crews like Chewbacca, mm-hmm. yeah, Han Solo, Luke, the others, the whole all game. of the others, yeah, yeah, Tom, yeah. We've, got even, we've got an even better crew, Blake. They're called the Full Nels Crew, and they're our Patreon producers for this month. They are Aaron Patrick, Simon Nelson, Tom S, Jack Oven, Moomin Biscuit, Dave Ernsberger, Colin Brown, Gazman, Gabby Pereira, Graham Mackay, Rocketman76, my dog Skip, Rex Reese, Matt Murray is my favourite podcaster, <laughs> and Matt Morley's brother Mike. Thank you so much for supporting the show. We really do appreciate it. You too can support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash TCGS. Various different tiers. There's bonus podcasts, live talksovers. We did one this week to it was we're not gonna tell you what it was to the matt murray surprise and <laughs> i mean it wasn't was a much of a surprise was it a surprise well no because his surprise was blocked by youtube so we had to scramble around oh, for something right. else at yeah, the last yeah, yeah. minute so, uh, i can tell you that um but yeah please go over to uh, patreon.com forward slash tcgs to support what we do we really do appreciate it now before we get on to feedback from last week's show um i've just got to give a quick plug um this weekend sunday the what what is sunday sunday is the 22nd of august um i'm going to be watching the super mario bros film with ian lee on twitch um i go and follow ian lee on twitch or follow me uh, follow um me on twitter and i'll 
give you the links and everything. Um, I'm not sure what time yet, but definitely keep an eye out for it. Sunday the 22nd, we're watching the Super Mario Bros. movie. Um, you need to be a Twitch Prime member to be able to watch along with us, uh, but we're going to talk over it and all that sort of stuff. Have you seen that film, Blake? Uh, many, many years ago. Uh, didn't it <laughs> have remember Dennis, much about Did it have Dennis Hopper in it? Yeah. It did, yeah. yeah he was, it did. Was Bowser. Bowser. It did. There you go. He I'm played in. Bowser. Yes, I. So I, I vaguely do. It would be one of those ones where if it came on, I go, oh yeah, I remember this bit of it or that bit of it. But the, off the top of my head now, other than Dennis Hopper, I couldn't tell you a single thing about it. Well, it was it was terrible. Is the uh, uh, other is than the that, thing, yeah, it was pretty terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, is this, Blake, a, is this your new uh, thing? Uh, you're, you're 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 watching uh, computer game based movies and putting it on Twitch. Is that a new? Is that a uh, regular endeavour? No, this is the first time I've done. It's just me doing it with Ian Lee uh, and the, on the TLNA uh, stream. Um, so he's just asked me to come along and watch it with him because <laughs> I don't know why actually he's asked me to do it, but I'm very excited about it. I can't wait. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I, what if they wanted to remake that movie and cast you as Luigi? Blake, would you go for that? Maybe the whole show today should just be, would you take that role with Blake, <laughs> yeah. uh, I Blake mean, Garrison? Is it, I mean, oh, I think that's okay, isn't it? I'm playing, <laughs> hey, playing an I, I think I'd rather play Waluigi. You know, they always say the villains have better roles, ultimately. You know, they're more meatier parts. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. And also being quite tall and gangly, I think I do suit Waluigi a little bit more than Luigi. <laughs> So I'd, I'd probably yeah, you know go for Waluigi. Not, you know he's not Italian in that film. Oh, is he American? But is he like of yeah. Italian descent? Is it one of those? Yeah, I was going to say, like, sure. Where, like, you know, he's, he's, oh, yeah. is he? I mean, I don't know. It was a long time since I've seen that film last. But uh, yeah, you might be right. It's one of those ones um, where like your family's been living in America for the last 150 years, but uh, you're Italian. What they do over there. Yeah. Um, right. Should we get to feedback? So, um, Sean, you weren't on the yes. show last week. No. Have you taken um, notes? I have. I have taken notes. Um, oh, yeah. Right. I mean, okay. I, I, any I'm just any say, like, feedback from last week? Sorry for like dropping you in it sort of half hour before the recording started. It was one of those. I just had a bit of a headache in the afternoon. And then and New kindly said, look, I'll do bedtime with Isaac. And I was like, cool, I'll have a nap. That'll just clear the headache. And then just woke up like, oh, my God, I'm going to be sick. Like, just, yeah, really bad fucking migraine out of nowhere. Um, just drinking but, heavily in the yeah, morning again. Yeah, I was pissed. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Yeah, feedback. Uh, I mean, so obviously this is going to be my last appearance on the show, obviously after the whole uh, planet stroke arcology fuck up. Um, I do apologise. Um but oh, well, God, God, yeah, yeah, you screwed up the plot too. Uh, yeah, 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 big time. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, you know, there's no way I can make up for that. So that, this, is, that, this is me gone after this episode. Um, All right, bye. <laughs> um, I, I laughed, at Dave, when you were talking about the PSVR 2. Um, you said, oh, this could, this could be like the real successor to the PSP. And I was like... Sorry, what happened to the poor Vita? We're not, <laughs> we just erasing that. Now. Oh yeah, I forgot about the Vita. I think because I, it, you know how narcissistic I am. I never mm. owned one, so that didn't exist. Well, yeah, so didn't exist. I, I just yeah. assumed he was talking. He meant the Vita, you know, because PlayStation Portable. I, mean, wasn't it, it? I suppose the Vita was kind of just the same thing, but better, wasn't it? It wasn't. Yeah, yeah. So know, thanks. You've, you've given me an excuse to roll with, so I'm going with that yeah, one. Yeah, Cheers. Yeah. Um, 
I found it very curious. Uh, James slagging me off for not wanting to buy Mario Party. Yeah. Um, given, I mean, I don't know if you guys remember this. We talked about it on the show a couple of times, but we we talked about maybe doing a, a charity stream with Kane and Rince. We were going right. we to do like a, a little like a tournament thing. And I'm not saying this was the reason it never happened, but one of the barriers to it happening was that James didn't want to buy anything that we didn't already true. own. I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I did a I did a big spreadsheet and I said, right, everyone, like here's a load of games, here's all your names and like columns and stuff. Everyone fill it in. Green for yes, I've got that game. That's yellow right, for yellow for I haven't got it, but do you know what? For charity. I'll buy it on red for this absolutely, is ab- absolutely not will fair. not consider it. And James was just like red, 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 green, red, 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 green, green, red, red, yeah, red, because red. Because the green. ones that I would not consider were PC games, and I don't own a PC, so I'm not going to buy a PC even for charity. It wasn't just PC stuff, James. Come on, <laughs> it was. It was all PC stuff. Anyway, no. If, if people were like, "Oh no, Mario Party is genuinely brilliant," then yeah, whatever. But no, one, I don't think anyone likes it that much, do they? It's all right. What? Mario Party is excellent. What are you talking about? Is it? I love it. Well, what if you've only got one yeah. three-year-old to play it with? Uh, maybe it, wait. That can be, that can older, be frustrating. Yeah. I'm speaking from experience on that one. That can be frustrating when the kids <laughs> are just not quite getting it. <laughs> How, how's, the, how's it going with your kids and gaming? Uh, Blake, have you uh, uh, very, have you tried to introduce them to it? Yet? I tried. It's very much gone off the boil. It was. Uh, it started off with a bit of um, like Lego Incredibles game on the PlayStation Four, and then That's I realised brilliant that game. It was I brilliant, it. but my daughter's hands were just like too small for the pad, so it was like <laughs> yeah, so she was well. just really struggling. Uh, although she found some of it enjoyable. So then I. That's when I got a Switch a few years back. I was like, I'll get a Switch because they're really tiny for them and everything. And we've played a little bit, but like she's not. Like I feel like most of the games are maybe a bit too fast action for her. Like like Mario Party, there's actions in it that are you have to be on it quite quick. Yeah, and then yep. uh, they're overcooked. We've tried a bit of as well with loads <laughs> of fun, but I, I get a bit stressed out. Uh, I'm like, move it, move no, onions. I need the onions now. <laughs> and uh, then she just got into a situation where she liked burning the kitchen. Uh, so that just pissed me off. I was like, "You just—you're not even trying now. You're just becoming an arsonist." Uh, um, and so, uh, yeah. But you, then, you didn't fall into the Animal Crossing trap. I didn't. I was thinking about it for a long time, but I thought I just don't know that they are going to play it that much. They basically it's they really addictive, man. Yeah, I'm it's really I, addictive. I, part of me would like to to get hold of it just because I, I'm. It might be one of those slower paced games where they can just learn the basics of like, I move the character here and make them walk there and stuff like that might be good for Mm. them to just kind of bed into it. But if it is very addictive, then I might get told off by my wife for kind of getting them addicted (laughs) to a computer game. (laughs) Uh, Right. Okay. So anything else, Sean? Uh, Yeah. There was a couple of joke names that I think Matt missed. (gasps) Yeah. I heard this. Now I don't remember picking them up during the show but uh, i saw a well, lot of people <laughs> laughing that he missed a few uh well there was jenny tallwart by the time we get to by the time we get to questions and stuff just too tired you don't yeah, notice no, those things no, anymore no, jenny tallwart like i always miss these when i'm actually good. on the show but uh yeah and then there's also we, drew we, peacock sorry, blake we've We've started getting uh, uh, emails from people with fake names that say <laughs> say things like genital. <laughs> That's really fun. That's a really good one. I was going to say that I think some of your uh, like uh, 
by the Patreon subscribers, or those lists of names you mentioned there, I, I had a feeling some of those might be fake. Yeah, yeah no, they, they're a couple of those got, are fake. Got with, got yeah, like, about what them, was the other one? I don't think anyone uh, was christened Rocket Man or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Drew Peacock was the other one. <laughs> <laughs> that's just like that's not even that that's just really stupid <laughs> also i mean not Drew really Peacock. a joke name but am i the only one who knows who sasha gray is no okay yeah, you just did mention this yeah no, no oh, did you sorry do i know I'm, this what's it what is this Doesn't you matter. mentioned it in the whatsapp didn't you sean yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't remember oh, maybe i've missed something All right, uh, more importantly okay. uh the vanilla slice chat that was good Really enjoyed that. Um, it was, wasn't I was, it? I was, James I was, is all self conscious about it. He <laughs> says it's too local radio. <laughs> <laughs> I was not. I was punching the air when Matt brought in the uh, the apple and raspberry turnover element. That was that was very very proud of him for that. Um, <laughs> although, do you, do you know? So there's a bakery like chain like around here called Chatwins, and they they oh, do yeah. they do a Copenhagen slice. Which I've Goog- I've googled it. I don't think it's from Copenhagen, or it doesn't seem to exist anywhere else. Um, only <laughs> only in Chatwins in the northwest of England. Um, but it's basically a vanilla slice, but where like the pastry's like really light and fluffy, which doesn't sound like a big deal, except for the fact that it it like breaks in the same way the cream does, so it doesn't all fucking squirt out the sides half as much. Nice. That does, that does sound like a very brilliant good. solution. I'm looking yeah. at it online right now. It looks, it's very good. <laughs> Salivating. Um, so yeah, right, no, on it? that, great show. Really enjoyed it. Nice one. Cheers, man. Well, well, that's what you thought. But what did the listeners think? They all well, it, did they? Well, the listeners marched over to... Uh, fuck it, what is it? Oh, yeah, tcgs.co forward slash dear tcgs. tcgs.confectionary.corrections. says feedback. In the last episode, David took David took great delight in mocking James for describing a chocolate eclair, declaring confidently that we all know what an eclair is. I'm sure many people, maybe even Mr. Kipling himself, have been in touch to point out that, to David that a chocolate eclair is actually made from shoe pastry, not puff pastry. I think David must be thinking of pies. Well, whilst we're on the subject, Matt is correct about the order in which Neapolitan ice cream is eaten. Strawberry first, then vanilla, then chocolate. He was right about the next-gen console pricing bet, and he's right about this. Oh, what a guy. Stop, stop, you can stop there. Oh, yeah. my God. What a way to make a point and then completely discredit yourself <laughs> yeah. continuously for the rest of the email. What the hell is that? Well, actually, I think this, but also, you know, these terrible opinions. So, it's like the, I'm sorry. I'm not going to take that one on board. Um, Blake, you, you stand in front of a tub of Neapolitan, mate. What 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 flavour are you going for first? Uh, I think I would go for the chocolate first. Well, yeah, of correct. Yeah. Correct answer. Well done. Yes. You've passed the test. Thank you very much. <laughs> you know, James, you know when you were off and we got a guest on and you were worried that you were going to be replaced? Yeah. Well, I think Matt Murray is sweating <laughs> more than you ever did right about now. Uh, should we get to the next one? Uh, yeah. Uh, Garrison Savannah says, The ice cream chat reminded me of a time I managed a Ben & Jerry's cafe for a couple of years. I can confirm this that... Is, co- this is a video game podcast. But right, okay, yeah, go on, let's go. I can confirm that cookie dough was by far the most popular flavour, outselling everything else by at least twice as much. Chocolate fudge, brownie, fish food and caramel choo-choo were the next most popular. We used to make our own fresh waffle cones. They were literally waffles made fresh in a waffle iron and then formed into a cone by a rolling device. 
They quickly cooled and kept their cone shape and were delicious. Also, just wanted to say that I'm absolutely loving Dark Calls. The Armadillo has been my favourite so far. Keep up the great work. I love listening slash watching all the TCGS content each week. Thank you, guys. Cheers, man. I, I, I've just had an idea. For the next bonus show, James, can you come up with five Ben & Jerry ice cream flavours and name them? Consider it done. Do you could do that? Yeah, consider it done. Excellent. I'll do that, yeah. I'd love to do that. Just They, they can't exist. You've got to make your own Ben & Jerry's flavoured ice cream and name them. Okay, like, so I just can't wait to see what the names are going to be. So it needs ingredients here, like what it's going to taste of, and then yeah. and a name. That's yeah. right. That's right, correct. Okay. That's correct. You've got it, be, baby. Do the names, all, the names all have to be puns, don't they? Well, I suppose yeah, like chocolate oh. fudge brownie I'm not, I'm not doing puns. <laughs> I, can do, I can do whatever the hell I like. And uh, I'm not Ooh, gonna... well, fucking hell, fair enough. <laughs> it might, it just might not get signed up by Mr. Ben or Jerry. That's the problem. That's the risk <laughs> you're running there, James. Right, okay, go on. Cosmonaut says, re vanilla slices. How to eat. Step one, place the ice top layer of pastry. Oh, sorry, flip the ice top layer of pastry over. This will provide a better grip with less icing on the fingers. Step two, Turn the slice over 90 degrees so the pastry is now vertical when bitten. This will help to prevent the dreaded custard squirtage. I've tried that before. It doesn't work. But go on. (laughs) (laughs) This is how you can boss a vanilla slice without oozing. You will, however, need to be able to get the whole end of it into your mouth. Not always easy for the modestly mouthed of you. Although some supermarkets have a much smaller custard slash vanilla slice, i.e. Booths. P.S. Love the show. Shout out to Booths. Fucking other. What the other big problem with that is that yeah. the pastry bits get stuck in your teeth if you do that. That's as well. true. They're just <laughs> going straight in the gaps, aren't they? They're just slotting exactly. in. Yeah. What you been playing this week, nigga? <laughs> We're talking talk about fucking vanilla slices. Go on. What's the next one? Uh, so this is this has come from Clark Breville Sandwich Toaster set on four, not five. I'm not a monster who eats charcoal. <laughs> <laughs> Says all right, me old muckers. The shark in it. Listen to your thing about controller in- inversion. I thought I would tell you about Destiny 2. The very first thing you do in that game is get asked to look up. What this is doing is finding out if you invert or not and setting it automatically. Genius. Why is that feature not in more games? I'm not a filthy inverter, but I won't stand in the way of helping the less fortunate, even as someone who was weaned on GoldenEye's inversion and Torok 2. Appreciate you all. Cheers for the laughs every week. Because uh, Bungie's so- done this for years, haven't they? Yeah, Halo yeah. The, Halo, I was about to say mm. Halo did that. The yeah, first yeah, one, yeah. it was like there was a look up at the light or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Why is no one nicked it? Blake, you might not have heard this, right? But mm. I, I've made a big change in my life, mate. When you play first person shooters, do you invert the controls? So you press down to look up and up to look down? I haven't played a first person shooter in a very long time, but I used to always invert, yeah. Yeah. So, um. I'm now trying to force myself to change. Hang on, Dave, is this like a permanent thing that you're trying yeah. to do? What, what, you think I do it for one game? And <laughs> I, don't don't know. Know. I don't okay, know. What right, I'm going to flip back. I don't know what is going on in your weird mind like with this. I don't understand why you're doing this. It just doesn't make any sense because to me. Because it's just a it's just a pain to just change it every time. It takes every a second to like, do. That's it. It's nothing. Every time, though. How? Like, just think of how much time you wasted in menus trying to find the invert camera option. Like, it's it's crazy. And Blake, you were there. I told the story last week. But when we went to GameStars Live to play Halo Two, like months before it came out, do you remember? Yes, I do. Yeah. Do you remember queuing up for like three hours to get in to play the thing? I, I vaguely remember that, yeah. Right? Do you remember getting in front of that console and not being able to look around because they wouldn't let us turn invert on? 
I, I, I'm sorry, I don't remember that, no. <laughs> that's okay, the thing, well, that's, I can't believe that this had such a profound impact on you, Dave. Like, it was like something... I've always been bitter about that. I've always been bitter. And it, even, it does even ruin it for you. The it's, fact. it's like not being Go able on. to change the controls on FIFA or something like that. That is infuriating if you've just got to like, yeah. shoot is cross and tackle is, I don't know, head the goalie, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, actually, that's, that's a good point. So, Dave, presumably you're also going to change your FIFA setup as well. I wish and I just could, go with the but default I don't controls. Think I could do that. You know? I don't think I could do that. I, I wish I could change it back to just the default. But, but my, I've tried that, and my brain can't do the several different changes of buttons rather than just the inversion of looking up and down. Shoot, shoot, that, and that, lob, yeah. that die, <laughs> shoot them. It's shoot and lob. That's it. That's the only difference. Like, okay, I thought you said shoot them. I thought it was a bit harsh. It's only game of football, <laughs> mate. No, I, I, that that day, Blake, has stuck in my memory as disappointing. And although we got to meet the Master Chief, like the real Master Chief afterwards, I still felt bit bitter about the fact that I wasn't able to control that demo. Like, it was infuriating. <laughs> so I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I've I've been forcing myself to, to um, turn invert off now. And uh, I'm going to see how it goes. I've not played a competitive shooter with it set like that yet, though. And that's the big one. That's the big one. When I go back to like Call of Duty or Halo or something, that's when I'll know whether it's worked or not. I'm just have, focusing um, on Minecraft at the moment. We, we should have made this a, a streaming series where you just we went right off the done. bat and it's just you just looking up at the sky every two seconds. Going, <laughs> Fuck it out. The, funny, the funniest thing with this is that the game that like triggered this was Flight Sim, which is an actual <laughs> flight simulator where you're supposed to do that. It yeah, doesn't, it's supposed to be I, I hate, yeah. no, Right, okay, I hate people that say that. Yes, of course, when you're controlling the aircraft, yeah, down is up and up is down. Yeah. But when you're controlling the camera within the aircraft or outside of the aircraft, mm-hmm. it's not inverted by default and I didn't know how to change it. So, you, you know, you could take that little argument and shove it right up your pee hole. Uh, should we get to the next bit of feedback? Can yeah, I, can I just say one thing uh, about yes. that? that just the, the, um, the only kind of the, the, the nearest thing I had to that was moving from the D-pad to the analog stick on FIFA, which took me a while. Wow. And I tell you now, what? I know, uh, Dave knows my brother, Dane, who's always been very, very into uh, FIFA, Pro Evolution Soccer, all of that stuff. Yeah. He still, to this day, uses the D-pad to move. No, he doesn't. He, does a- he? <laughs> he absolutely does, and he still beats me every time. That's mad. Surely that's a massive detriment. Like you've only got it, eight directions to move. It, 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 it is. Yeah, he says it's annoying. He can still dribble quite well, actually, but okay. he uh, he he can't do that thing. You know that thing where um, you used to on the D pad just double tap the direction you want to go in, and it put it, the ball further in front of you, and you could run onto it with more pace. He can't do no. that anymore. You usually now you flick like the right analog stick or whatever it is, don't you, to make the ball go a bit further ahead of you when you're dribbling. So that's, that's right. like a skill he now cannot do, I think. He has to just use it again. He just uses the D-pad. That's mad. Um, speaking of FIFA, do you play pro clubs, Blake? I don't. I haven't had. I haven't bought FIFA for the last couple of years. Again, just okay. I, the, right. I'm sorry. I, yeah. No, no, it's fine. I might just need to sort of, I might need to, you know, coax you into our pro clubs team because we need players right now. Well, <laughs> um, I'd be up for uh, it. I, you know. Okay. All right. I'm up you'll for get, it. You'll get to meet the whole crew. We've got Slush on the wing and we've we got, <laughs> we got Tight Angs. 
Johnny D. Yeah, well, you'll meet the whole team, mate. Don't you worry about that. Oh, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that off the show. Go on. What's the next bit of feedback? Ted Bathing Suit says, hello, chaps. Going back to the real-life third-person view question. If Sean were to use his drone to fly behind himself whilst also wearing the view goggles, he'd be able to experience the third-person lifestyle. <laughs> Make it happen, Captain. Um, I haven't got the, the goggles. I don't think my drone can, can use them. Um, well, it's funny. Um, Ian sent me a, a video of someone that set up exactly that. Well, almost <laughs> exactly that. They yeah. had, um, they had a, a, a VR head- headset on, mm-hmm. a GoPro on the back of like some backpack thing, right. and they'd set the GoPro behind. So it wasn't a drone; it was actually like right. attached to his back. Okay, and he was viewing himself in the third person <laughs> as he was walking around, and some of the stuff we hadn't even thought of. Right, like there's a bit where he was pouring milk into his cereal, but obviously you can't do it I'll down it. where you would normally pour milk into a cereal. We had to <laughs> lift the bowl above his head and do it up there <laughs> and stuff like that. And I thought, yeah, no, we made the right decision of saying we'd, we'd rather be in first person rather than third person. Um, I think we made the right call on that one. Uh, Albert Crumpet <clears throat> says, read James's rat obsession. It's funny you should mention having a strong desire to see rats, James. I happen to be setting up a rat museum showcasing the large creatures I found strewn about after lockdown one. If you don't mind the slightly off-putting smell, you can find my neatly organised collection displayed just outside Sheffield Park Garden. Bring down the whole family and be sure to mention in the beginning for a 10% discount on merchandise. See you soon. Uh, you get down there? <laughs> that, that's one of my most sinister emails I've ever received. <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> a pretty well, stiff the, uh, competition for that as well. It's even more than the ones we've got that, that are saying, we know where you live. <laughs> and I, please let me follow James about. Like, the, the genuine emails we've had. Just want to do parkour That's with him. more sinister. Yeah, I don't know. I just, you see, I don't, this is the thing, I don't like rats. I actually hate them, but I'm fascinated by them in video games. But you, uh, <laughs> last week you were like, oh, I only saw one rat and it was dead. Yeah, <laughs> like, I only wanted the rats to carry the plague, not to suffer the effects of it. <laughs> right, let's go. Uh, well, so we got Rex Reese says, "Evening all." Just wanted to offer the other side to listen to Sasha's comments last week. Personally, I don't get time to catch up on the news that often, and mainstream media rarely covers the games industry. So your podcast is one of the few ways I hear about things like the Activision and Blizzard story. And doubt I'm alone, so I thank you for making people aware of these stories, and I can add that you all, particularly Farley, present slash comment on the news in a sensitive and tactful manner. I understand some people like to keep their heads in the sand and use games as an escape, but I don't think it's unreasonable to suggest that those people skip forward in a podcast rather than not commenting on the most important happenings in the industry. Keep up the great work. Um, we then also had one, and, and I'm glad they've clarified this isn't their real name. This came from Buster Nut, uh, who okay. says, Hi lads, love the show and everything you do. However, I have a bit of feedback based on the last uh, start of last week's show. If I remember correctly, a listener wrote in to complain about your coverage of workplace harassment, which has been going on at Activision Blizzard. Their complaint was that it was, quote, too political. Uh, now, normally I agree with your stance on these things, but something about Dave's response angered me so much I had to stop listening. Don't worry, I did end up finishing the pod later that day once I'd calmed down and it was great. Dave stated he understood the listener's feedback in terms of they were listening to be entertained and not to be involved with a political debate. I'm sorry, but when has bullying, harassment and or sexual abuse ever been political? Abuse isn't politics. It's wrong on all levels. The fact that TCGS talks about matters of this nature is a good thing. The more people are aware of how wrong the abuse is, the better. 
The more conversations that take place about how to tackle abuse, the better. I understand it's important to hear everyone's views on the matter, but if you're complaining about hearing how people have suffered, to the extent in some cases that they ended their own lives, then I think we should ask that person to reevaluate their own thought process and try to have some empathy for others. I myself was subject to workplace bullying for over six years, and it severely affected my mental health, my physical health, my career, and still plays on my mind to this day, brackets, clearly. To hear someone whose opinion I respect and have listened to for years react in this way was really disappointing. I just hope I misunderstood what you meant, as this is quite possible given how touch I am on this subject. All the best. Love the pod. Buster, brackets, not my real name. <laughs> um, yeah, no, fa- thanks for your feedback on this, because it is always, as we've said before, quite an, well, it's a very awkward um, subject to talk about, especially as free you know, blokes that haven't, that don't work within the industry and don't work within the setting that um, all the reports have come out from. And Buster, I will say that I do think that you either misunderstood what I said or I didn't present my point um, clearly enough. And for starters, I didn't say it was a political subject. The person that contacted in said it was political. I I, I didn't say that. I said it was a horrible news story, um, which which it is. Um, And my point is this, is not that they shouldn't be um interested in this news story and maybe they want to turn a blind eye i don't think that was what was going on there i think the point that the original emailer was saying was that i come to this podcast for the comedy elements and the laughs and the jokes and and all of that and then suddenly find myself in a very you know um dark and deep uh, a news story and one that you're discussing openly. And now I agree with you. I do think we should be talking about this. And that's what we said on the show. We are absolutely going to continue covering this stuff as it comes out. And that's not going to change. So I agree with you on that point. But what my point was, was that I do understand that some people can be affected by hearing these news stories. They can, um, for whatever reason, there's various various different reasons why why you might not want to hear them. And what I'm saying is that if you're if you're in a situation where you come to this show for the mucking about and the silly name calling and all that sort of stuff, um, and then suddenly we're in a very serious debate about a very serious topic, I can see why some people wouldn't like that. And I I, I think that that's okay for them people to not like that. That the you know that's they choose what they listen to, and if they thought the show was going to be one thing and it goes in a different direction i can understand that concern but ultimately i'm on like i totally agree with you i totally agree with you this stuff needs to be spoken about and we said that on the show and we're going to continue to do that um and all i can hope is that my explanation here has actually put my point of view across a little bit better than it did last week that's all i've got to say about that really anyone else want to add to that Um, sean you weren't here no, I wasn't. You're right. Um, but yeah, I mean, basically, as you were saying, like ultimately you, the point you made last week is that no, we are not going to stop covering this stuff. So yeah, I mean, if if uh, Buster not, sorry, it keeps making me laugh and it's really inappropriate. Um, if they, you know, yeah, if they sort of heard a bit of it and maybe got the, hopefully now, now realise they got the wrong end of the stick. Um, I hope it's, yeah, it's clear that you know, we're not going to stop covering that stuff. It was just Dave's point was just that he understood where that initial emailer was coming from. Yeah, um, and the initial emailer, I'll be honest as well, that and I didn't even pick up on the fact that the initial emailer seemed to be saying that those issues were political, because mm. I agree with you. that It's not politics. Abuse isn't politics. It's yeah. not a situation of what side you're on. It's it's a right and wrong situation. You know, there's it's not a political debate. I Maybe I didn't... Um, connect those dots with that email um and and maybe i should have so that's a fault on my part but 
and that's you know there's no way i would have said after that this is a political debate and i understand you know Mm. it's that's not what i believe so i hope that's Mm -hmm. clear cool uh nick h the last one uh says i recommend you check out dodgeball academia james it's like paper mario with a good battle system sean it's got saturday morning cartoon appeal dave it's got dodgeball and has been likened to golf story matt it's a party-based rpg and i think it's on game pass though i'm playing it on switch so i I completely skipped this i know it is on game pass i saw it on Um, i saw it on game pass i saw it there to download as a newly added game but i i and i'd heard a couple of good things about it as well mm -hmm. so maybe it's something i'll get to at some point what kind of visual style has it got is it is it like anime very cartoony it is yeah yeah have a look at the the image you'll know exactly the Mm. art style when you see the even the logo or whatever you'll you'll know what it's going for because i i'm like i'm I sort of when I first saw it, I was like, "I'm sure it's good, but it looks like a bit of a like a party game, like a local, um, you know, when you've actually got friends around for you and anyone can remember what that felt oh, like." Right. Um, yeah, I remember that. But yeah, I mean, from this description, I don't think I don't think I've got it right at all. It sounds <laughs> sounds a lot more interesting. So yeah, I probably will check that out. Cool. That's it. Wicked. Should we get onto the news? Yeah, we could do some news. Um... It is more updates because there's been more things have happened this week uh, following on from what we were just talking about. Um, Mm. The first thing is uh, Apex Legends, the lead game designer, has been fired um, because of uh, sexist and racist comments that he made in the past. So this is a guy called Daniel Z. Klein, and he was working for Electronic Arts and Respawn, and they've now fired him. This is apparently, this is around comments that he made in a blog post back in 2007, and the post was entitled, I'm Daniel's Angry Rants, and it contains just a whole bunch of, like, really pretty horrendously sexist and misogynist remarks, which I'm not going to repeat. I mean, it's it's really bad. (laughs) Yeah, just looking now, really, really gross. (laughs) Yeah. And then he also made some, like, racist remarks and stuff in 2007. And, I mean, he responded to this and he said, um, he said, you may or may not have seen the awful bigoted things I said in 2007. I heartily agree that that guy should have been fired. I poured so much energy into becoming a better person since then, and right now I'm just very depressed because it feels like I'll never be able to make up for who I was. Um, he later added that EA and Respawn were like absolutely like within their rights to terminate me, much as I may disagree with that decision. So yeah, he was okay. he was let go this week. I mean, it's an inter- it's an interesting de- debate to have, but mm. it's I guess it's not the right time yeah to have it. Like, yeah, not not like in terms of this show. I'm talking about in terms of what's going on at the moment. Um, yep. you know, there's there is a debate to be had about when can you change and when can you educate yourself and when can you distance yourself from past mistakes and stuff but right now there's so much shit happening that maybe that's we're not there yet yeah maybe i don't know it's um it's a really tough conversation to have isn't it yeah and yeah. meanwhile at um activision blizzard they've let go of um diablo 4 and world of warcraft uh, developers um so this is louis baraga uh he's a game director for diablo 4 uh, lead designer James, uh, sorry Jesse McCree, and World of Warcraft designer John LeCroft have left the company, and they've, there's been no reason given for their departure. They've just gone. But the speculation is, is because there was they were both like McCree and LeCroft were both in a photo taken in 2013 with the Cosby Suite. You know the, the oh, God. You know, yeah, they, yeah. they yeah, were they were in horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they were in that photo, and apparently other people in that photo have been put on leave as well. But they're still at the company at the moment, so yeah, they seem to be uh, letting people go related it, to it that does as well. Bother me, like, all right, 
people are getting booted out. But again, it's this letting them sort of disappear quietly thing, isn't it? Mm. Like, why isn't there a public statement saying like, yeah, we're sacking them because they're assholes. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, mm. it's just like, yeah, yeah they've gone. We won't say anything more about it. No, you fucking should say more about it. Say why. Say why this was the right thing to do based on, you know, their, their conduct or, or whatever. It's weird. But the stuff we're seeing now, I think, just validates why all this news that's come out over the past two months yeah. um, has been so important. Yeah, yeah. what yeah. needed to happen. Yeah. Yeah, people are being let go and not not enough. And there's still a lot of change to be made, but mm-hmm. that that's why these news stories will. That's why all all the uh, whistle whistle blind. I don't really want to call it that because that sounds wrong. But um, that's why all this stuff's happening, and and mm. you know, still a long way to go. Mm. Yeah, I mean, Ubisoft have been very quiet still. Uh, there's been yeah, of course, I have nothing from yeah. that for quite a long time. Mm. Anyway, um, last week also Nintendo had an indie world um, thing. Yeah, did he? Did anyone see this? Like, at all? I did. I didn't get to watch it live because it was on at fucking five pm. But yeah, yeah. Boom. So uh, <laughs> I watched. No, which bits of it? Oh, you know, it was. It looked alright. Nothing. We don't need to go through every game, do we? We could just pick well, Matt's out. Not here, I mean, it was, is he? it so was a can, lot of. You know. It wasn't much actual new new stuff, right? It was a lot of it was just here's a game you already have heard is good, but it's only on PC, but it's now coming to Switch or, or whatever. Yeah, um, it was I decent. Mean, I thought there was there was that bomb rush cyberpunk, which is that Jet Set Radio looking game. <laughs> I mean, which, it is just Jet Set Radio. How are they getting away it? with that? Yeah, no, how are they getting away with it? It's unbelievable, isn't it? It's like you saw it, and I really thought it was a remaster or something. It was like coming out. It's just. Do you remember Jet Set Radio? Um, Blake, the name really rings a bell. What was it about? It was a um, blade, like a rollerblade game where you do, you do graffiti. graffiti. I yes, think, I do. Rem- yeah. I don't think I Dom, had it. Dom used to love it. Was it on the Dreamcast? No, Dominic, yeah, Dom was Dreamcast yeah, game. Yeah. Yeah. It, it had Dreamcast. amazing soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He he had it, and he was trying to convince us to get Dreamcast off the back of it. And it, you know, it was a good game. Don't get me wrong, but for yeah. some reason, some developers <laughs> just copied it. <laughs> they've just they're putting well, it out because it's the soundtracks by Hideki Naganuma as well. Yeah, they've got him back. Because well, apparently, um, okay. I think they went they went to Sega to begin with and said we'd like to do this like mm-hmm. as like a Jet Set Radio game, and they were like Sega were like nah, and so they were like, okay, we'll wow. just do we'll just do it anyway. We'll just call it something else. <laughs> yeah. Look, we've, they've, you've still really got this strange. one IP that you haven't destroyed. Can we? Nah. <laughs> um, I mean, it's yeah, it's it is uncomfortably similar. To Jet Set Radio, isn't it? I mean, maybe it'll be good, but I mean, have you played a Jet Set Radio well, game recently? As long as they fix the controls, because that was, I was the gonna problem. Say, yeah. Like, I mean, I loved the game at the time, but yeah, I mean, that and the sequel, neither of them have aged well. Did I? They, they did I tell horribly. you that that Jet Set Radio? I think it was Jet Set Radio. The first one was the one mm. where I destroyed a uh, a kitchen, not a kitchen blind, like a a uh, blind like you have in the. Like yeah, I think I remember you saying this. <laughs> yeah, because I got, I, yeah, I just yeah, got yeah. so wound up by it that I ended up just destroying the the blind because it just yeah. yeah it was ridiculous. I, I nearly smashed up my Xbox when playing uh, Jet Set Radio Future on there, um, <laughs> and it had yeah. All I remember is there's one level with loads of rails and loads of pigeons. Yeah, and it absolutely yeah. destroyed me that level. And it was I like, hated it. and it was sort of bearable. And then and you know, and then the, like the cops start coming for you, and they have yeah. tanks <laughs> and shit, and you're just getting blown up as you like. Yeah. Again, the soundtrack was so good, so it didn't matter. It was. It was, it was, it was very good. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have a patch on Airblade. 
Oh. I'll tell you that. I oh. didn't have a patch on it. Airblades, the Dyson. What goes up thing. must come down. <laughs> <laughs> so good. We played. But there was a game sure, that come out hmm. on the PS2 called Airblade, which yeah. was a hoverboard game that oh, yeah. I think only Blake and I played. <laughs> but boy, did we play it. Oh, we man. must have spent hundreds of hours on that <laughs> fucking thing. I think for well, no reason. We, we had a few people over one day. We had like some kind of like little like six player tournament or whatever it was where everyone <laughs> yeah. had to like because it was only one at a time so you were all just sat watching the other person play and then you passed it on to the next one. There might have been a split screen with two player or something. I'm not sure. <laughs> and the soundtrack was a so bad, but so catchy. Oh, I loved it. What are you it talking about? So... Right, okay, right, right. You gotta search the soundtrack. But the the um yeah, it was it was off of the back of the Tony Hawks games, basically. You know when everyone mm. was bringing out a Tony Hawks style game? Yeah, this yeah, one yeah. was an it was called Airblade and it was a hoverboard game. <laughs> I wanna play that again. We um, we might have to do a stream of that. Uh, maybe I'll sort something out. <laughs> okay, right. Well we, we what's the next news story, James? So you you want to you don't want to no 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 more of the stuff from oh, the no, Nintendo one. No? There, there well, was one game announced yeah. that you guys were excited about, right? Well, okay, so there was there's Loop Heroes coming. Don't care about that. Um, there's uh, a new well, shovel. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Come on, everyone says Loop Hero is amazing, <laughs> and like I mean, I really want to play it. And I've got it on PC, but it's on PC, so I can't be asked. So it coming to Switch is is pretty big. Yeah. Okay. Um. Then there's a new shovel knight game, like Pocket Dungeon. It seems to be some match three game. No. Probably all yeah, right. Yeah, that looks, that looks all right. That's, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Te- Tetris Effect for anybody that hasn't played it on anything else. Why anyone <laughs> would play Tetris Effect when you got Tetris ninety nine on there? I don't know, but uh, you fill your boots, fill your boots. <laughs> Especially seeing there wasn't a lot of the magic of that game, how pretty it was, and playing not, it yeah, on not going to be the same on the tiny screen, is it? It's not, is it? No, no. Uh, then we had there's Metal Gear, uh, not Metal Gear, Metal Slug Tactics. They did that. Um, oh yeah, yeah. All right. Because that fine. was, I think, previously we only knew that was on PC. So yeah, fine, good. And then Eastwood from Chucklefish, which was oh, this, this looked great. This, it does look great. I still don't have a fucking clue what it is. And did I you don't really know the blurb for look, it? Is yeah. it journey through a society on the brink of collapse and adventure into the unknown? Which is no okay. help so I don't know what the fuck yeah. it is. <laughs> oh, that clears it up. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's just gorgeous, isn't it? Uh, just visually, it good, yeah. uh, musically, it's just yeah, stunning. So really interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I like I like its I like the cut of its jib mm. coming out soon, sixteenth um, sure. of September. So that's good. Um, yeah. And then the big thing for well for me anyway, and probably maybe for Sean, I'm not sure, was Axiom Verge Two was announced as being out now. Which yeah, was a man. surprise because we'd be expecting this at the end of this year sometime because it's been delayed mm. many times and then it was suddenly out. So that was good. What's Axiom yeah. Verge? What is it? It's a Metroid style uh, sort of, you know, adventure game, basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. First one's really good. Mm. Yeah, it's very and good. You've, I assume you're going to be talking about that later. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, it's good. Well, we'll save it till later then. Yeah. And then there was just release dates for other stuff. So never mind. It's fine. Um, but then <laughs> the other thing that happened this week was at Nintendo World in Universal Studios in Japan, they had to suspend some rides um, because a Goomba statue broke free from its, <laughs> from its normal position. On, before you laugh, was anyone yeah, hurt? Should... Okay, yeah, nobody... was anyone hurt? Nobody was hurt. Okay, nobody was hurt. Right, okay <laughs> we can joke about it. Yeah, that's good, that's good. So the Goomba statue broke free and it fell um, off the Yoshi's Adventure ride. And the, the Goombas fell down next to the ride's track. And nobody was hurt, as I said, so that was fine. Um, but then there's video of staff members dragging the Goombas away. 
And no, it's, there isn't. Yeah, is there that? is. I've got it's, to see that. It, it's it's definitely worth watching the video um, because it's quite funny because the people in the background that are filming it are laughing because they're struggling to carry these goombas because <laughs> they're pretty big. I wonder what they're made uh, of. Have you seen Have you seen any of this from uh, Super Nintendo World, uh, Blake? No, I think I know about it, a, a goomba falling on a roller coaster track or something. <laughs> Basically, it opened up during the pandemic, right? So it's it's still quite, you know, not many people have been and stuff. But it opened in University Studios, uh, Universal Studios in um, in Japan. I like it and being at University Studios. <laughs> yeah, I know, that, would, that would suck a Student bit, project. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, I, I don't do anything all day, and oh, I want more money to do it. Um, I, I like... <laughs> The place looks incredible, like absolutely incredible. Harry and I watched a walk around of it, like a blogger walking around the place. Um, it was only this weekend like on YouTube, and I was just like, oh, my God, I have got to go there. There's no way I'm ever going there. and no way I can afford it or justify it or whatever. It's in Japan, but my is it? word, does it look amazing. Yeah, it yeah. Is, yeah. yeah. Um, it just, like, you walk, walk through a walk pipe and you end up in Peach's Castle. Oh, and the wow. thing that got me, Sean, I don't know, you've watched these walk Yeah, walk yeah, me and Isaac right? watched them all, yeah. What's crazy is how much of like the incredible music there is just playing everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what gets me. It's just like, oh my god, there's Bowser's theme. There's the, the you know Rainbow Road. There's that. There's a, you recognise mm. all the music, and I'm just like, I'd lose my shit going to a place like that. It looks so good. The only thing that I will say, the one blogger that I did see almost cried walking around the place. Didn't have a problem with that. Was going nuts. Went on the uh, the Mario Kart ride. And come off it and went. That was, that was okay. That was fun. <laughs> it, it was it the best ride I've ever been on. No, but it was fun. And I thought, wow, if you're not losing your shit over it, how crap is this? All <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, the the thought of a tower of Goombas falling over. I mean, uh, how much would you have loved to be in the park when that happened? Knowing that no one was hurt, <laughs> how much would you have loved to have seen that happen? Well, that it's funny because there's like this alert on the video. They're like saying, you know, stay in your like vehicle and all this kind of thing. Like, don't get out and all that. Like, what's going on? <laughs> Imagine if it was like Charles Martinet. Yeah, but no, it's, it's, <laughs> they think it was because there was very high winds at that time. So it must they just blew off. I mean, if you were controlling the music around that park at the time, how tempted would it have been to just go, just as they came down? Well, oh, as Eurogamer said, they said, you know, it's a good job it wasn't a thwomp, you know, that came down. That would have been, that would have been worse. Shut up, Eurogamer, shut yeah. up. We'll do the jokes, thank you. Week, come on, dude. Yeah, we've just come on, better than that. (laughs) Okay, go on. Any more news? Uh, Last one uh, before something else uh, is that the Sonic sequel has got its knuckles uh, because Idris Elba is going to be knuckles. Idris Elba, fucking hell! Yeah, this is mad. Did you see the first Sonic the Hedgehog movie, Blake? I did. I watched it with the kids only a little while ago. I thought it was brilliant. We loved it too. I loved it. Have you seen it yet, Sean? Yeah, have we not talked about this? No. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, I managed to watch it with that. Well, I mean, Isaac can barely pay attention to anything more than 20 minutes, but we pretty much watched it together. Yeah. Yeah, it's all right. What did you think? It it is good, isn't it? I mean, it's a bit like there are a hell of a lot of bad plot holes in it, but like you just allow it, don't you? It's a kid's film. Um, And the fucking bit where Sonic just fucking destroys Robotnik's thing, and it's fucking great. 
What about the whole, you know, I read like comments, like eye rolly comments on the internet about a scene where Sonic plays baseball with himself. That was, that was really touching. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was really sad and yeah, really well so- done. Like, it was so good. Yeah. But do you see what I'm saying? Like every time we've seen Sonic, I said this at the time, but every time we've seen Sonic, he's been a teenager and you just think, you prick. But, but in, <laughs> for somehow in this, in this film, they've made him seem a little bit younger. A little bit more vulnerable, yeah. And I thought that's that's how they nailed it. Yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. they nailed it. Still want to see a cut of it of the original design. Did yes. you hear this story, Blake, about when they originally announced this film? I oh, no, I, I don't know about a story. I remember a kind of Twitter storm going on when they announced Sonic, and you <laughs> oh, first yeah. when people first saw Sonic, and they thought it yeah. was like the shittest thing ever. Um, <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I can't remember how I felt about it. I don't remember being that bothered about it, but people clearly were quite upset about how Sonic looked. But yeah, I just remember quite liking the the film. I thought the film was just good fun. The film was absolutely brilliant fun. What I'm doing now, though, is I'm going to send you a picture <laughs> of how Sonic looked before they redesigned him. Okay. And, and let me know what you think now that you've seen the film. All right, hold the line. I mean, he definitely did look a bit freaky and gross in the first one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I didn't mind it. Oh, it was funny. Is that any different from what you've sent me? Is that any different (laughs) to what he actually looks like in the movie? It's the teeth. It's It's very different. Yeah, the human teeth were a bit much. I can't see. So, I mean, I don't don't remember him looking that different. He just looks like blue furry. He's got green eyes. Like, what? (laughs) What am I looking it's the at? Teeth. I can't see the teeth. The teeth are very, very hidden. Hold on. I, I, I've have you sent the right one? Yeah, so I have sent the right one. Have you? Because uh, his right. teeth are barely visible, really. He's just got some, you know, you, you see in the lower, right, okay, the lower okay, natures, look. they look a little bit like okay, you know, okay. implants. Looks like dentures. That's fine. <laughs> okay, this, one, this, not, this doesn't make for best podcasting, but this is a comparison of the same scene where the two Sonics are next to each other. Oh, okay. That's a very different, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. I see where you're going now. Um, yeah, that is very different. Cause one of them almost looks, uh, looks too real. The one on the left. Yeah, almost. Yeah. Looked, that's what the, they were going for. Uh, the the psychologists for. out there will know it as the, uh, uncanny Valley. In which right. uh, they will, and also the video gamers. Is, then, uh, <laughs> anyone that's played the David Cage game. <laughs> but yeah, um, no, that is yeah, that no, is, a, that is creepy. I, I didn't actually watch the Cats movie, but it looks like he might have fit in quite well. In, <laughs> yep, in the, yep, was yep, he played yep. by James Corden in this bit? <laughs> <laughs> or Judy Dench? Judy know. Dench as Sonic. Um, yeah, yeah I've watched that. I've watched the film. Yeah. I, th- th- look, this this sequel, uh, it's really cool that Knuckles is in it. I guess I don't. I'm not holding any hope because the main reason why I love the original Sonic film is that it was a surprise. But now we liked a Sonic film, so what's this next one going to be like? Mm. We'll see. We'll see. We're supposed to be getting a new Mario film next next year. We've not yeah. heard of anything from that. I still don't know so, how that's going to go. I well, I think it's going to be amazing. I yeah. genuinely do. You really? been, yeah, I do. I, yeah, mm. I do. It's Illumination, man. They know what they're doing. There's, there's the right studio to take on that that um, franchise. Um, I, I like. I can't wait to see what they do with that film. Right. Okay. Uh, is that it for the news, James? Hold your horses. 
Apparently, there are going to be remasters of GTA 3, Vice City and San Andreas coming later this year. And they're, well, being, yeah. they're being worked on by Rockstar San Diego... Oh, sorry. Rockstar Dundee. Uh, and it's all being done in <laughs> do, Unreal Engine. Do, do you often yeah. get San Diego and Dundee I don't know up. where that came from. I have no <laughs> yeah, idea where that yeah. came from. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I'm I'm um, sort of vindicated, but also pissed off because this is one of my predictions for E3, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, but, but I, I I do wonder what they're going to do to them. Like when they see see a remaster, mm. I think they're just going to tidy them up a bit, and yeah. that would be a shame because if you remember correctly, those games did not control well. Well, huh. do you want uh, do you want to know some more about what they've done to it? Because apparently oh, yeah, okay. they're heavily modded uh, versions right. of them. And the gameplay, although this is the bit that is a bit worrying, they say that the gameplay is true to the PS2-era GTA games as much as possible. Why would, you, just, why would you do that? Yeah, I don't why know. would I don't you do that. that? I don't want that. But it's coming, apparently it's coming to pretty much everything in either October or early November. It's like PS4, PS5, Xbox One. It's coming to Switch, but also Stadia as well, So and, oh, and mobile. Uh, so that's, that's great. I don't want to play, I don't want to play them. So what is it? It's the free... San Andreas and Vice City. That's right, yeah. Okay. But well, we've, we've been able to play them before on like you can play them on Xbox now, right? Yeah, but these are like they've been updated into like Unreal Engine and stuff. So they maybe look yeah, better and things. They, yeah, but if they still control like shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But apparently oh, no. if they maybe do well, play... Rockstar are interested in doing yeah. Red Dead Redemption as well, like remastering that and releasing it. It's easy money, okay. I guess. Oh, yeah, okay. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I, I would rather them like release. I'd love to play GTA Four again, but with like really good graphics. Yeah, that man. would be a good one. Yeah. Um. But I don't know, man. I were you were you a GTA fan, Blake, or did you play many of them? Yeah. I, I mean, I I don't think I've ever completed a single one of them, but I did enjoy them. I think GTA was GTA Five, the last one where you had the three characters yes. you were flicking between. Yeah, yeah. I got right near the end of that one and then I don't know, I must have bought a different game and moved on or something like that. Um <laughs> but and I think I had GTA three. Um but I've I have quite vivid memories of being at your house, Dave, when we were about fourteen and playing I'm assuming GTA one where it had that bird's eye view perspective and you do just oh, yeah. running yeah, around no, it was GTA two I think we GTA were playing. Two, yeah, was it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I, I have quite a vivid memory of, of Play, playing that in between talking about uh, girls that wouldn't go out with us. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wonder why. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, like, yeah, I mean, GTA, I think Vice, I think San Andreas is the only one that I haven't completed since free. So maybe it's worth a, a run through that because I know that's a lot of people's favourites. It's a very good one, San Andreas, um, yeah. Right. Yeah, I think Vice City was was probably my favourite of that era. It was definitely my favourite of that era. What am I talking about? Um, it was easily my favourite of that era. But uh, yeah, I didn't get all the way through San Andreas, so maybe I need to try that when that comes out. But I know it's interesting. I like this sort of trend of taking old games and making them a little bit nicer. Um, you know, there's certainly things that would instantly improve them, like frame rate and stuff like that. So uh, let's see. Hopefully, it's hopefully it's true, James. Eh? At the moment, it's still very much in your fantasy zone. Yeah, it's still, it? yeah, it's still fantasy, but we'll see. Hopefully. Okay. Well, what's the color of the sky in your fantasy zone? Uh purple. Okay. Blinding. There we go. Austin, I've got an answer. Um, right. Is that it for the news, James? And is it? fantasy. Yeah, there's the we're done. 
Right, let's get to what we've been playing. Um, Blake, have you got anything for us or...? What games oh, I've been no. playing? No, I've been really mm. rubbish of late. I'm afraid I went through a, a start of the pandemic. I went for a bit of a a bit of a gaming phase, and I I, I bought a few things for the Switch. I got the uh, the Crash Bandicoot trilogy, in which I can. <laughs> oh, I remember this. Yeah, you I, drove yourself mad trying to hundred percent. Oh well, I hundred percented, and when I say hundred percent, I mean it goes up to like hundred and ten percent. I did that with Crash One and Crash Two. Haven't bothered with Crash 3, and I think that's because, talking about like old games getting remastered, there's clearly a big thing for it, because I I have very little interest in playing Crash 3, because I never played it when I was younger, whereas 1 and 2... Oh, was it I nostalgia played, thing? Yeah, massive nostalgia thing, and it's probably a similar reason that I bought and loved uh, Streets of Rage 4, because I remember Streets of oh, Rage yeah. 2 being a game that me and my brother completed quite often on the Mega Drive, and so got Streets of Rage 4 and then went straight round his house to play Streets of Rage 4 once I got it. Um, but uh, the other thing is you, you were mentioning uh, breaking like a blind earlier uh, out of frustration. Yeah. <laughs> I had a moment, again, this is literally a year ago, maybe less, when I'm trying to complete Crash Bandicoot and I'm downstairs, my wife's doing something on the computer or the iPad whilst I'm playing Crash Bandicoot. And I'm just really struggling on like a certain jump. You get to the same jump every time and I can't quite do it or something like that. And I really angrily just like punched myself in the leg in front of her. And she turned around to me and just went, Blake, can you stop playing this game? I was like, it's not a big deal. I'm just, I just, I just need to get this completed. She's like, honestly, (laughs) I've never been less attracted to you as I am right (laughs) at this moment. And she meant every single syllable that came out of her mouth. So I had to stop playing for a while because she was genuinely, want, I think, wanting a divorce whilst I was playing Crash Bandicoot. Um, so, yeah. A little bit disappointed. You need to get Spider-Man. That's right. I've said it to you so many times. You need is to play the, that, the, that Spider-Man Is this stuff. the Miles Morales one or the uh, other one? Oh, both of them. Both of them? Both but of them. What, Miles yeah, Morales is only them. on the PS5, isn't it? No, it's no, not PS4. Oh, okay, definitely. okay. See, the, the, the PS5. Well, don't you don't you just have to tweet? Oh, I'm thinking about getting a PS5, <laughs> and then you get someone on the phone. Isn't that how it works? Those days are long gone, mate. I used to get invited <laughs> to. All, I used to get invited to all the the launches of, of this game and that game, and pick up a couple of freebies. Oh, do you remember those games? Those days are gone. Do you remember when we went to? Um, do you remember when we went to the Assassin's Creed one? Yes, and yeah. we thought you were like, "What are these games?" Because I'd been to a few game launches before, and you were like, "What are these like?" Oh, they're great man you go there's a big bar you know there's loads <laughs> of free drink free food and everything loads of people there's usually you know other gaming celebrities walking around you'll get like a goodie bag at the end of it and you're like yeah let's do that yeah that sounds good and we turned out i turned up and it was like a hotel room oh my god it- on our own like <laughs> with all the pr people around and it was like god how long do we have to be here it was so <laughs> funny. That, I, I mean, look, it, it sounds very elitist, which I guess it was at the time. But uh, it was at like a nice, fancy, like London hotel. We got into this like relatively small room with two leather sofas and two TVs and two like PlayStations in it. <laughs> yeah. And we were going to walk away with a copy of the game and a PS4 just for kind of turning up. And I think I had already yeah. had a PS4, so I gave it to our other friend Dom. I just went, "You can have it, mate," because you know uh, I've got one. Um, and I think I remember that it was incredibly awkward because there was like three or four like PR people around. And then like me, you, Dom and, and my brother, I think were there. 
just kind of trying to chill out, but also being like, it's really awkward to chill out when there's like people just stood really close listening to every word you're saying. Um, and I think they also might have been like, do you want, do you want any food from the, the hotel they did, thing? but we were, too, we were too nervous to say yes. Were we? Because <laughs> no, I have a vague... Fine. Yeah, we didn't order anything. Uh, I can just imagine me like going, oh, I'll have a chocolate fudge cake or something like that. <laughs> no, I don't think you did. I think we all felt it was a bit weird. But here's two things about that day, right, that really stick out. The first being, I later found out that if we'd have stayed five minutes longer, we would have met Charlie Brooker because oh, he came in just yes. after we left. Right. And the other thing was a Premier League football star rung up, was supposed to be turning up, rung up to say wasn't coming, but he was sending his mates over to pick up his PS4. Do you remember that? I don't remember remember that, that. but that sounds like something people sometimes do. I I mean, I would never, ever do anything like that. But uh, (laughs) it was shocking. They went because they they were talking about it. We heard their side of the conversation. And then they said, oh, this guy's not coming. He's going to send his mates to send over his PS4. (laughs) And they just went, well, can you tweet about the game? Can you tweet about the game? Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, just send them over. We'll give him the PS4. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah, I know. It's pretty bad. Um, but, yeah, no, what, what, a, what a weird, weird experience that was. Um, right, okay, sorry. That's a bit of a tangent. What have you been playing? <laughs> oh, we played Assassin's Creed at a PR event about 10 years ago. Um, James, what, what have you got for us, man? Uh, well, I've played... I, I got into the FIFA... Beta, but I'm not going to talk about that um, because oh, what, right uh, just quickly. So the, there was a FIFA 22 beta. You got the code. You I used did, the yeah. code. Yeah. It meant that I could download the app as well. It wouldn't let me play it. Right. So I got home. I said to Harry, "I've just downloaded the FIFA 22 beta. We can have a game of it, man. This is going to be great. Like way before it comes out." And he was like, "Oh yeah, this is great." So then I um, I tried to load it up, and it said, "Hold on, this isn't the profile." That registered uh, yeah, this beta, yeah. Yeah. eh? You yeah. ain't playing this. I was like, oh fuck. Oh no, wait, I've got James's profile on my thing. <laughs> so I went to sign James in and it says, No, you need a password, right? So I said text James. I said, James, you know, I need your password so we could play the thing. And you went, one minute, yeah, just give me a minute and I'll give it to you. Never heard from him again for the rest of the week. <laughs> I don't think sitting, that, I don't think Harry that sitting is... in front of the TV. I'm going to have a look at this because I don't think that that is how this played out, actually. Please like, do. Not, not Please exactly. Please have a little review of that situation. But, I'm just, I mean, yeah. Harry was crying. Thanks. Okay. Uh, he wasn't. <laughs> he wasn't. It was totally fine. But, uh, <laughs> but no, no. not you said. You said, you said, this is weird. It's saying I need your password. So you didn't. You did, first of all, you didn't ask me for the password. You just said it needs a password. Okay, but how then, did you respond to that? Then I said, "I'll see if I can log in in a bit." Then I said, "Asher is on the TV at the moment," so I couldn't. Right. You know. So yeah, I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Harry was really disappointed. Okay, you're not talking about that. Okay, what are you talking about? Uh, so back for blood. Um, I played that because uh, you know that's been like on the uh, what's it called. Uh, Limited beta as well, and that was we played also that. a game. I asked if you play with me, and then you said no. So uh, yeah, go on. How did you find it with your friends like, that you I've were playing with? I've not had a lot of time recently. Like I've, I'm no, really mm-hmm. busy at the moment with all okay, the moving yeah. stuff and everything, and I just don't have time. Oh, all right. Yeah. So you didn't have time to play back for blood. Okay. I mean, yeah. James, <laughs> don't matter. Carry on. I know what you're yeah, going to say. Know I know exactly <laughs> what you're going to say, Sean. But fuck you, because it's been. <laughs> <laughs> I've been making time for things that are important. So, yeah, no, no, you know. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> okay, clearly I'm not. Yeah. Okay. 
Hey, go on. But anyway, it's. I mean, you've played it already, haven't you, Dave? Like you've. you've already... I have played it again over the weekend. Yeah, this is. Um, uh, did you ever play Left 4 Dead, Blake? No, is that a zombie? Played Left 4 Dead. That's a zombie game, isn't it's it? A f- yeah, mm-hmm. full player zombie I, co-op I, shooter. I don't do zombies. Okay. Don't do oh, zombies. All the, the, the devs that worked on that game are bringing out a new game called Bat for Blood. I played it. Yeah, this weekend, and I must admit, they must have either change some of the difficulty settings or we change them. I wasn't the party leader when I was playing these games, but yeah, it was way more difficult. This yeah, we, um, we, we played it on like the, like, you know, the standard setting or whatever. And we, we failed like repeatedly at the end, like, and just ended up, you know, and start again or whatever. Cause we couldn't do it, which was, you know, the, on the boat, like we got to the boat part of, did you get to yeah, that? Yeah. Same here. We got to the boat, died on the boat. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we did like the, the explosives. Then we didn't get off on time and it was, uh, yeah, it was no good. But I mean, so far it seems okay. The the card stuff does seem pointless, though. I don't really know what the point of it it's is. So at the early, I don't think you can judge it because it's the sort of thing that you're gonna really get into later on down the line. I think once you start getting deeper into the game and repeated playthroughs and stuff like that, I think you know we'll, we'll judge that stuff when it comes to it. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm not blown away with it. I no, I admit. mean, one of the things that I'm finding is really not as good as uh, as Left 4 Dead is, you know, like, I mean, the zombies seem to move really slowly in this as well. Like, they don't seem oh, they to... move quite slowly in that one as well, you know. What, in Left 4 Dead? If you go back and watch gameplay footage, yeah, it was, it's quite similar pace. I swear it was quicker than that. But you see, we've been playing Vermintide, yeah. like, recently, and, like, that is really, like, much more intense than this is, like, I found. Like, intent, you know, there's, like, the enemies come at you really fast, like, you know, like, clawing mm. at you and everything, whereas this seems a bit slower. But it's, I mean, it seems fine. I mean, it's on Game Pass, so I'll definitely will. We're, we're definitely going to play it? it. I think that's the saving grace for this game. It, it, I hope it's good at launch because I think a lot of people are like a bit lukewarm on it, but they're going to play it anyway because it's on Game Pass. So mm. I, I mean, I can see myself doing that. Um, definitely, my mates are all going to download that day one, so we'll we'll try it out. But I think this beat it sort of gives that sort of feeling that this is left for Deddy. Um, yeah. It's just whether they've now it hasn't convinced me that it's nailed it yet. Well, the thing that it doesn't do as well as left for Dead is the it doesn't have like as many different like sort of enemy types and stuff, does it? Like it doesn't feel like it does. They anyway. are there. They are there. They're just not as obvious. Yeah. And I think maybe the idea is to knock the difficulty setting up because Left 4 Dead was hard, man. Even yeah. on the standard setting, it was pretty damn hard in places. Um, I remember some of the scenarios where you're like, you remember being in the mall and trying to fill up the car with yeah, petrol yeah. and stuff like that. It's really hard being on the stage at the festival and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what disappointed me the most is that those areas in that game were very memorable. You know, mm-hmm. the settings were great. Um, whereas in this one, it was literally walking around the forest and then getting on a boat. It mm-hmm. wasn't, it didn't have that same thing. And same with the characters, like the characters in Left 4 Dead were, were so interesting um, and had so much about them. Whereas this one, it was like very, very, like it didn't have that. But I'm just hoping that that is because this is a beta. Yeah. It's not, you know, got everything in it. And hopefully when it comes to it, they've nailed all that stuff. So that's the thing, because it is a beta, but, you know, obviously it doesn't feel anywhere near as polished as, like, the, you know, as, like, Left 4 Dead did when that came out. But, again, it's a beta, no. so you'd, you'd imagine that. So, hopefully yeah, it'll be better. We'll I mean, see. it's coming out we'll pretty see. soon, though, isn't it? It's, like, it's only... It a... is. It is, but then you've also got to remember that if this game is full of, like, quips and voice um, acting and stuff like that, maybe they've reduced that down to make the, the download smaller, like, for the beta. So, you, you know, there's stuff like that. So, I'm not going to judge it on that stuff at all. Uh, until the game's finally out, and then we'll check it out. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. Still a big question mark over that game. Yeah. 
Uh, so the only other thing I've played is Axiom Verge 2, which, as I said, it's another it's another Metroid-style 2D adventure game that follows on from the first game, which was excellent. And I've played this... I mean, as I said, I've got quite a lot of things going on at the moment because we're moving house and everything, but I've still managed to put eight hours into this over the whole... like, over the last oh, right. three or four days or so, which is mad oh, because... And, and James, and... I finished it as well. You yeah. finished it. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm I'm really glad you have because I'm keen because I've I've only put a few hours into this and I really like it. But obviously, you're you're better placed uh, to give an overview. So keen to hear what you think. I mean, it's strange though, isn't it? Because it starts the way because we were talking about this on WhatsApp, and it's like the mm. way it starts off isn't great because no. it's pretty tough like to, yeah. Yeah, to begin with it also dumps players into like an area like in the dark underwater like very quickly with yeah. no skills and no real indication of what you're supposed to be doing at all mm. and it's not very friendly at all mm. and the main differentiator this time around from the first game is that the primary attack that you have is like melee based rather than guns so you can pick up later on. You pick up like a boomerang and stuff, but generally you're just using like um, like melee weapons. So this yeah, really and, and changes. Crucially, it's like no one told the enemies that like they yeah. they've all still got guns and they're all yeah. shooting at you from a distance, <laughs> whereas you've just got a fucking ice axe. Yep. Um. And it's yeah. Initially, it's really off putting, isn't it? And like like you say, the sort of being in the in the the dark and being underwater and stuff. Like yeah, it's. You know, it's a genre trope. There's plenty of Metroidvania games that have like an underwater bit, and then probably you get, you know, you later get an ability that lets you sort of, you know, run around underwater properly. But that's usually quite later on in the game, whereas this, it's basically the first main area, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and, they... and, and you do, you know, fairly quickly get the ability that lets you move and jump around underwater properly. But for a bit, you are just like, what the fuck is going on? This is so hard and so just like oppressive and weird, which, you know, is almost certainly by design because the first game had a, a bit of that as well. Mm. Um, but yeah, initially, I, like, I can see a lot of people getting thrown off this quite early, I think. Yeah, because it, it feels very claustrophobic, like at the yeah. beginning. And like, yeah. you know, you go, you, you get to this area where, I mean, this is right at the beginning, so it's not really spoiling it or whatever, but it's like you pretty much you know you sort of pass out and die or whatever because you're stuck in this water and you're like i'm not sure what i'm supposed to have done at this point yeah so it's it's difficult and the the combat is really changed up because you have to get in so close like to do any damage and that that is it's pretty uh, yeah pretty tricky because the enemies seem a lot tougher as well than in the first game but at least Mm. this is on like the default difficulties because what this does have um is an option to tweak combat settings so what you can do is you can increase like the damage that you give, or the uh, you know reduce the amount of damage that enemies um, like give to you and stuff like that. So you can tweak the game really to how you want to play it. So if with Metroid, if with like Metroid Adventure games, if exploration is really the thing that you enjoy more mm-hmm. rather than combat, then you can tweak it in that way. Or if you want the game to be really difficult, have like a massive challenge, you can do that as well. And there's no penalty at all for like mm. for tweaking this like there's no it doesn't affect like outcomes or anything at all it's really just however you want to play and this was one of the things that when the devs were, were when first showing it off you know they said you know we've got these boss battles and everything but you can like skip them if you want to like, you don't have to do them mm. if you don't want to um you know or you can make them easier or make them more tough you know that kind of stuff and it kind i mean that kind of works but then one of the things that i found through playing you know after finishing the game is that it does make the boss battles feel a lot less like an event you know, like something yeah. which is happening. It's like, you know, you, you wander into a room and you come across something like that's massive and 
it okay you you know you fight it but if you want to you could just avoid it so it doesn't really feel like so much of an achievement when you when you defeat it because there's no real reward for it either you just get some like energy points or whatever that you can use to upgrade your skills or something you know because they did say didn't they like oh yeah you know they're optional but if you defeat them like you you know you get cool stuff and it's that all yeah as you say you just get like a a a skill point basically that you can put into something which is not that thrilling really and I mean, I guess, I mean, I can understand why they did that. I mean, they've done that because if you can skip them, then you can't, you know, sort of gatekeep something which is, like, vital for the game True, behind yeah. the boss, you know, if you yeah. can skip it. So it makes sense. But it also, as I said, it makes them less of an event and makes it much less sort of, uh, I don't know, intimidating, like, coming up against them when you know that yeah. you can just find a way around if you want to. Mm. Um, but then the exploration in this is still, like, absolutely fantastic, and it's quite different, like, the tone of it is very different, I found, to to the first game. The first game was incredibly oppressive, like, the environment, mm. you know, you felt claustrophobic, you felt sort of, you know, trapped, you know, like, within these sort of, like, areas that were, like, very dark a lot of the time, whereas this, there's a lot more sort of open vistas that you're walking around, and it's, it feels a lot more sort of, you know, open and expansive, really, and uh, it yeah. has some of the nicest, I would say, like, uh, yeah, sort of background like art and everything. It looks mm. looks fantastic, and yeah, that's 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 also be very good. Yeah, the the world in it is is even though it, you know this is very much a, I'm going to say a Amiga style sort of pixel art yeah. game. And um, but as you say, yeah, it's just um, like this. Occasionally, you just get glimpses of like the the scenery, you know, in the background or whatever, and it's actually really beautifully done. Um, the soundtrack as well, fucking hell, yeah. Um, I mean, the soundtrack of the first game, the first game was great, but yeah, it's absolutely stunning in this one. Um, and it's just, I mean, navigating the map is just like constantly interesting because they bring out these new tools all the time to figure out new ways to get to different areas and that kind of stuff. And it's not in the same way that it has been in other Metroid games. Like they really bring in some like new different mechanics for like, you know, for getting around rather than just like, here's a grapple hook or, you know, here's like a super jump or whatever like that. You have to like, you know, skip between like different realities and all sorts of stuff. It's, it's really very well designed like you look at the map and i mean i got stuck at one point i was stuck at like the map completion of like 70 percent for ages and i just couldn't figure out like how to how to open like the like the last part of the map and then when i figured it out i was just like oh, i can't believe i missed that it was such an obvious like you know, sort of thing and <laughs> yeah then it all opens up and it just becomes like even more fantastic but it's just yeah as sean said the music and the backgrounds all of it is so good and the narrative is also pretty interesting as well like it it, it delves into the whole thing you know the con- connection between man and machine and like what humanity is and you know that kind of stuff mm-hmm. it's it's a very very good game like it's this is one of the most solid uh like metroid style games i've played for a very long time like and it's just the fact that you can tweak it and you can make it really what you want it to be just makes it an absolute joy to play i mean this is why i just sat i you know i played it for such a long time over the over the whole weekend so you know i was up until quite you late at night you playing completed it. it in eight hours yeah yeah, it's not a very long game. I mean, I completed it in eight hours with, I think it was 87% of the map, like, done. Which is, so it's it's not a massive, massive game. Like, it's it's mm-hmm. shorter than, say, like, I'd say, than, like, Death's Door or whatever. Not that they're the same type yeah, of game, but, Death's you know. Yeah, Death's Door's around 10, 10, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, um, you could probably do this in even quicker. Like, if you knew all the routes and everything. I mean, I, I did a fair bit of exploring as well, because I was just enjoying it. Um, But uh, you could probably do it even quicker. But it's really, really... I really enjoyed this like so much, and I would really recommend it to anyone who who likes like this style of game. It's great. Me? Um, I don't know. I don't know because you, you're, <laughs> you're not really into like Metroid style two D adventure games, are you? No. Yeah, probably not then. I don't, <laughs> really? I don't, no, I don't know. I don't think I don't know if you get anything from it. 
It definitely like Axiom Verge. <laughs> to... Whenever you say that, you sound so arrogant. You know that. Okay. <laughs> I think this. No, one... because I know there's certain types of games you like, Dave, and I don't know if you'd like this or not. Whether you just feel it's pointless. It's like <laughs> Dave, if you yeah, like if you want to if you want to get into Metroidvania, just play Super Metroid on the Switch Online. Yeah, exactly. Like, Do it's, that. It's still yeah, one but of I've the best. heard that the controls are really shit. Yeah, yeah you heard from that from a man who's bad at games. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fine, but just don't believe him when it comes to this stuff. Um, right. Yeah, like Super Metroid is, is still one of the best. And like Axiom Verge 2 um, is great, but it would be a weird introduction to the yeah, genre definitely. because it's it's like a, it's a lot of twists on the sort of the established formula, I think. Mm. Um, I mean, the, the first Axiom Verge would, would be a pretty good introduction, I think. Um, I'd yeah. say so. I mean, I would still definitely go for Super Metroid. Like you just sit there, yeah. put headphones on, and then yeah, just like switch the lights off or whatever and just play it and it, it's so good still it like yeah. this atmospherically it's just like such an amazing game yeah totally i think axiom verge oh, wow. 2 also repeats the 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 best trick from the the first game was that like so many you know metroid style games you you start them and you're going around the map and you're like okay that's like a green colored door so i'm going to need a different weapon to open that or like are you seeing things in the world that you're like okay i'm going to need another ability before i can deal with that whereas i feel like the axiom verge games both do a really good job of kind of disguising that yeah um and it's and then when you do get new abilities you're not sort of going right now i just need to trudge back to this one place You, you just sort of carry on exploring and sort of sort of naturally find all these, these new yeah. things you can do it's it, really it leads you to, like yeah the, the sort of yeah, the, the pathfinding is very good in this but then also mm. the other thing is like it has like fast travel as well that you unlock later so you okay. can like it's quite quick to be able to like skip around different areas of the map and then sort of think oh i'm gonna go and explore there see if i can mm-hmm. open more of that up now it's just very very good yeah very yeah. very good cool uh that's axiom verge 2 yeah uh how much was it uh, it was sixteen pounds. Whoa, hold on a minute! Fuck, I see. Sean, is it that's all you've been playing? Is it, James? Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, Sean, did you have anything else on your list? Uh, just Death Door, which Wee, I did. Uh, you finish it? Have finished and got the the extra secret ending as well. Oh God, so have I. They fixed the bug that I hit. And oh yeah, my yeah word, that's right. You were, yeah, yeah. That, Having trouble. That, I turned it on one day and it gave me an achievement for the task that was bugging out, and uh, and then I got sort of the you know the final ending. Oh my God, it's just so good uh, from start to finish. Mm. Even though I hit this horrible bug, um, I loved it. Did it give you a hundred percent mark at the end of it? Because I know you didn't do everything. Uh, no, I didn't know. I, was, I can't remember right, what percentage okay. I got, but yeah, I, I intentionally sort of went for the the tablets rather than yeah, which is which is fair. Yeah, which is fair. Yeah. What a game! What a game! Right? Yeah, absolutely stunning. Um, start to what finish. did you think about the 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 final boss and the second to final boss? Because I've got a feeling that might sour it for some people. It almost soured it for you, didn't it, James? It did. Yeah, I well, yeah, the, was not sticking on that. The very last boss or the yeah. The very yeah. last boss, pretty tough. Like. Um, it is tough, but it's, as you say, Dave, it's it's the Dark Souls thing, isn't it? That when you do do it, you, you will barely take a single hit. Um, yeah, it's, it's just, nuts. It fucking yeah. clicks. Well, it's, and that, it's, it's a great feeling. That run up as well, like to the boss. It's like because I, I was sending Dave mm. messages as I was doing that, saying I really wish there were checkpoints here 
And then yeah. after you'd done it, I was like, actually, no, it didn't need to be. It's just, you just <laughs> no. have to, I think, have to yeah, when, when you're doing that bit, it feels quite uncharacteristic for the game, doesn't it? Because normally it's quite generous with with checkpoints and stuff like that. And then that's one bit where it's like, no, this is just quite a long run. You've got to deal with it. But then, yeah, before you get to the fight proper, there is another checkpoint. Um, yeah, so that, that last boss was very tough. Um, I mean, if I had to complain about anything... Um, it would be the fact that like you do the last boss and then you're like right yeah. cool now i'm gonna go and find some secrets and then you get a load of upgrades to all your spells and stuff yeah yeah i know and but never use all them. those upgra- <laughs> all those upgrades were there no i know in the initial run through so yeah that's all so because i picked up one of those upgrades in my initial run through yeah. and i thought god it would be so much easier if i had two extra bits of life and two extra magic <laughs> um things and yeah. all upgrades and all that sort of stuff that mm-hmm. would have made the whole latter part of the game easier but um and it certainly doesn't direct you to those no. upgrades either so mm-hmm. um yeah it kind of makes you regret not going off the, the yeah. beaten path but as i said it's like the spider-man thing right Here's the coolest thing in the game, yeah. right at the end, <laughs> and an empty city to walk around with it. <laughs> I mean, it's like, oh yeah, yeah, cheers for that, mate. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but, but yeah, yeah. I mean, fine, whatever. Like, it, and it does um, such a good job of, um, like, you know, I know a lot of people um, have resorted to a walkthrough when it gets to that, you know, that that sort of post-game stuff. Oh, gotcha. Um, yeah, which is absolutely fine. But the game does actually do a really good job of pointing you at the so like the you know the more annoying bits like there are systems in place to sort of steer you in the right direction which i think is really cool um so yeah i was, I was really surprised as well like the, i mean if you're listening to this thinking ah, i'll just i'll finish it and i can't be asked with post-game stuff i literally i did the boss and then i did like the remaining post-game stuff like in a single session in like the following morning um like it was actually pretty like quite yeah, nice to bad. do it was just a nice sort of wrapping up rather than like like oh it's the fucking proper challenge now dickheads like it was just it was yeah. nice it <laughs> really was good. i might go back to it then because i thought it was yeah, going to be not like... like there's not like hard enemies you've beaten the hardest enemy in the game james yeah. okay you maybe i'll go back then because yeah. yeah. i just yeah, feel no. like going through another and there's a really yeah. good boss fight in there as well a really mm. good boss fight it only took me so long because i hit that bug and I spent most of my time mm. trying to find out what wasn't working. Um, <laughs> and then I went on to 100% everything. So literally collecting every item, every weapon, all of that stuff. So that's why it took me longer. Mm. Um, but yeah, you could definitely do the tablet stuff pretty quickly. Yeah. You should definitely look into that. Yeah, fucking right. brilliant game. Okay. I'm going to be really quick because I haven't um, spent too much time on these games, but I'll be brief. Um, of course, the new, uh, a brief mention to Rocket League because it's been so long since I mentioned it. I have been playing it, of course. Uh, but new season came out uh, this week, started this week, so I've been bang on my Rocket League again. That game is just a joke. I can't believe it. How long has it been out? It's got to be, years. what, five years, years now? Yeah, yeah, Feels yeah, like yeah. forever. Oh, yeah. God, so good. That game, the best football game ever made, bar none. Like, <laughs> uh, nothing gives the feeling of football like that. When you go to FIFA afterwards, you're like, what's the point? <laughs> um, uh, yes, you're in rocket-propelled cars. But that doesn't, don't you know, it's still representative of the yeah, beautiful yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Rocket, rocket League is still incredible. Um, uh, I played Hades, which came out on Game Pass uh, this this week, yeah. um, with the horrific news that you couldn't transfer your save over from <laughs> another platform. So I had to start again. But all I did was 
put that god mode on yeah man. um just to get back to where i was within the in the timeline but mm-hmm. i mean no excuses now if you've got game pass man play hades it was our game of the year last year and um it's still as good well it's even better it feels smoother it looks way sharper obviously um and it feels ama- just as amazing to play like it's an incredible video game uh definitely play that um i tried the art of rally have you seen this one Sean? yeah this- so oh, well, i've had it on appeal to you I had it on PC for a bit, um, and again, it's one of those. Quite, you didn't you know, play it? No, I, I really like it, but I just um, did you? I didn't get on with it, man. Well, I found it really quite dull. To, well, it's funny you should say that because I was really excited to play it on the Xbox. Because I say, you know, having enjoyed the PC version, and then you know, but being happy to have like a, a more convenient version of it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Played like twenty minutes on the Xbox, and then like, nah, I'm all right. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's an isometric, it's an isometric racing game, um, uh, and with very stylized graphics. Mm. Um, it does a weird thing with the soundtrack because the music's great, but it's weird synth music. Like, and I yeah. thought maybe, um, uh, maybe doesn't really fit in with what you're going <laughs> for here. Yeah. Like, it feels that maybe it should be a little bit more like, um, what was that bloody um, BMX game that you loved? Lonely Mountains Downhill. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if it went for that vibe, I think yeah. it would work with the with the visual style and everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, you know, uh, I, it's one of those games where I just thought, you know, I, this isn't really clicking for me. I can see why some people would like it, but yeah, it, it didn't really work for me. So it's got, it's got a I very, can't really judge it. Very specific handling model, hasn't it? That, it like, has. If it you has, do manage which to sort you of can tr- tweak a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, if you do manage to click with it, it's it is really satisfying. But I just yeah, I turned on the Xbox version thinking I could, my my skills from the PC version would instantly carry over. It turns out it's been about six months and I've forgotten how to play it. And I just, yeah, I don't know, just put Wreckfest on again instead, thanks. Which is which is not fair, like Art of Rally is a very different game and clearly, like I say, going for a very specific thing and it, it does it very well. Um, just didn't have the patience to relearn it, I don't think. Hmm. Um, so there was that, and then the the game that I've mostly been playing this week is Luminaire's Remastered. Um, oh, yeah. I never played. I've never played a Luminaire's oh, game not? before in my okay. life. No, um, and I started it, and I was like, "This is the most confusing shit I've ever played." And then I I don't know where I sit with it really because I'm so addicted to it, and I'm enjoying <laughs> every moment with it. But at the same time, I don't really know what I'm doing. It's like weird, I haven't isn't it? worked out tactics yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and it's just really confusing. <laughs> Because I remember, like, yeah, because I had a quick go on this on the Xbox, and I, yeah, and I, I felt exactly as I felt when I first played it on the PSP twenty years ago, whatever it was. Whereas, yeah, just cut that feeling of like, well, I don't really know what I'm doing, but what I'm doing seems to be working, so I'm just gonna, I'm just yeah, gonna carry on yeah. and enjoy the light show, like it's just. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and do you know what's really weird? So I thought, okay, there's clearly an element to this game mm. that I don't quite understand. Yeah. Um, so I looked up the tutorial like after, like ages afterwards, and I was playing like 45-minute games and getting to like level <laughs> 18. And then in the tutorial, it says to progress in this game, get to level 100. And I was like, <laughs> what? How long are these games? Like, how I mean, the, the, there will be... For? Like there will be high level luminous play, right? That that'll be a thing. Um, but as you say, it's just not immediately clear, is it? 
like how that that might work you just like because you're playing it you're like well clearly i'm doing a good job i'm clearing the squares nothing's going wrong it's like you know like tetris you know when you're playing badly because you fucking you die the screen fills up and you have gaps yeah, everywhere exactly. and you, you're shy at whereas with this you're just like yeah i'm just sort of cracking on and it seems to be fine <laughs> no, it's like a never-ending <laughs> like disco yeah which um, i think is you know it's by design i think it is just meant to be like a cool sort of audiovisual experience with a bit of a puzzle but, game. but then there's there's but, like there's basic mode intermediate mode expert mode or whatever mm. but the 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 higher levels are all locked. Right. So I assume I have to get to level 100 on basic mode to even just to listen to different <laughs> tunes. Because the couple tunes of are getting in. a little bit repetitive now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that's like, how the fuck do you get to level 100? Anyway, if anyone knows, <laughs> please get in touch because I haven't got a fucking clue how to play that video game, but I'm still having a good time with it. And it, again, perfect for Game Pass. Never tried a Luminez game. Thought mm-hmm. I'd give it a go. Downloaded it and and um, really enjoyed it. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, worth worth uh, looking at if you've not played a Luminez game and you like those sort of drop-based puzzles. Um, yeah, you might enjoy it. I think I'm going to be playing more of that this week. Uh, and that's it. That's it for me. So we should, start, um, we should probably we should start a score battle, Dave. Where we're just you like, yeah, I've been on it for four fucking hours, and it's still I've been that score yet. <laughs> yeah, that's still like it's <laughs> just not an endurance test in the screen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. Should we should we get into your questions this week? Yes. If you want to send us any questions, go to tcgs.co forward slash dear tcgs in your your Netscape Navigator or Firefox. Whatever. Mitchy Mitch says, I turned 40 this year and my body's gift to me was my failing eyesight. So I had to admit defeat and go and get my first pair of glasses. After receiving my brand new pair, I spent the first day feeling like I was one of those digital foundry uh, digital foundry graphic comparison videos. Removed the glasses, I'm viewing the world in 720p, put them back on and boosted to 4K. I felt like I was walking around with some sort of augmentation fitted to my eyes. With the current popularity of cyberpunk games doing the rounds, what genuine body augmentations would you go for if given the option? Blake, I think you got to answer this first. <laughs> okay. Um, so I haven't played Cyberpunk, but I'm guessing it's just like, what kind of like tech can you put in your body? Yeah. Graft That's exactly yourself. it. Um, yeah. Could I just like do like what? All right. Could I have like one of those like, ro- like Robocop's finger where he kind of like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, what? Why is finger yeah, Hear me out. Hear me out. Yeah. Robocop was able to like, like his his fingertip would kind of come off, and then he'd yeah. slot what was left of it in some computer and download loads of information. So you've yeah. kind of oh, that's pretty good. So, like, so, like Jack in. Yeah. Mm. So you, I mean, it's mainly it's it's the brain, isn't it? You've got like a computer brain where you can just download stuff. But I, yeah, but I, I yeah, want the finger. I want the brain. I want the finger. I want like the USB <laughs> finger as well. So yeah, but, but that's the thing because you haven't got the brain. Would you just connect it to a computer and it'll say this? This is not compatible. No, br- like, brain's you, too you know, slow, you, mate. You sorry, you can't take in the information. You you literally just put in a a, a USB slot into a USB port into a USB slot. With no cable attached, so, so like, I have to. It's... So I have to choose between the computer gr- brain that has no way of downloading information, <laughs> or the Robocop <laughs> finger that can download the information, but it's, it's got no. It's just stuck in my finger. So what I can yeah, do is I can. It's the conundrum. I, so so that's the conundrum. He's allowed both, isn't he? The whole system. Surely. Well, yeah, why not? All For right. the sake of the question. Because if I'm not allowed... You're very generous. Thank you. Yeah, that, that, that is generous of you. Thank you very much. Because, I mean, otherwise I am just left with a situation where, I mean, I've ne- I'll never misplace the USB because it's always on That's my true. finger. 
Which is, you know, important yeah, but, in but some occasions. It is, it's valuable. All it'll do is give you electric shocks, and that's... Oh, mate, no. It. What happens if you get that finger, right, and then, like, in two years' time, literally everyone turns to USB port Cs? Because you can't even insert it into anything. You've got to like get it's an adapter like, oh, every time. And it's like, yeah, you've got to get a dongle every time. Oh, you yeah. Stick on your keys just in case. That gets expensive, doesn't it? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, look, watch this, guys. I'm going to download all this information from this computer. Just trying to see. I think I left my dongle in the bag. Hold on. I just... Is it, is it there? I can't find it. It's down there somewhere. Hold on. Um. I would probably have pr- projector nipples, so the when I'm laying Obviously. in bed, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, when yeah, I'm laying just in bed, on the ceiling, bang, there you go, yeah, Coronation just on the ceiling, yeah. just Wi-Fi. Like I could watch my ASMR videos, yeah, yeah, on yeah. the ceiling while laying in bed. Perfect. The only problem is you'd have to turn them off before you turned over to go to sleep. Otherwise, you'd light up. Gel <laughs> be sleeping. Because they wake your wife up. Oh fucking hell! <laughs> why? Why is this chiropractor on my face, David? <laughs> Don't worry about that, Joe. <laughs> yeah, it's normal. It's <laughs> not a sex thing. my nipples off. <laughs> <laughs> I promise it's not a sex thing. <laughs> uh, James. Robot feet? Can I go for that? Okay, sure. <laughs> Wait, hang on. Is this what? Is this something, what just because there's something wrong with your feet, you just want prosthetic feet? Oh, I just want to be able to walk and it doesn't hurt. You know, it'd be nice. <laughs> so, yes, your ankles is, and your knees might that, still it, that hurt, would, That would class as something wrong with your feet, James. They're not supposed to hurt. <laughs> yeah, they do if you walk for a long yeah. time. You know, it's like... <laughs> yeah, but how long are you walking? What, what, are, you ta- what are we talking here? I don't know, like a couple when, of hours. Like, a couple of hours? Where are you walking a couple of hours to? Well, you sometimes have to, don't you? Pepper Pig World. Go on. Yeah, Pepper exactly. Pig World. Yeah, it's a good point. That's yeah, a yeah. fucking good point. I do mm. apologise, James. Why didn't you just say Pepper Pig World, James? Uh, I'm not as quick, so I couldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you should do a little bit more walking, uh, and then maybe you end up being a little bit quicker, you know what I mean? Get some yeah. muscles in yeah. those legs. Uh, Plus, Sean? if you ever needed to, you know, kick... People or vicious yeah. animals, you do that you're equipped. It'd be great. Be big Why metal, is kicking big... animals coming to this podcast? <laughs> big, more because than James it has has got whole... his big metal feet. No, that's a good point. <laughs> good point. Um, <clears throat> Sean, uh, I mean, I'd settle for a cardiovascular system that is a, isn't a total piece of shit. Um, Go on. Can I say, oh, just hair, just some fucking stupid hair? Yeah, I wouldn't some mind robot that. Hair. Robot hair. Nice. Robot hair. Yeah. Some little robot hair. Yeah, Maybe yeah. like some nano hair or something. I don't know. Yeah, you know, just a little wig that can talk to me and be my mate. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Form Damn, different that's shapes. That's weirder than being bald. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> have, you, have you forgotten what it's like to have hair? Is that what you guys think having hair is? That it talks to you? Yeah, does it not? No, it doesn't. Oh, I'm sorry to break that to you, man. It does not. Disappointing. It does not. Imagine uh, me getting okay. implants and then being like, right, so when does he, when does he start talking? <laughs> <laughs> Could the doctor sort of just like looking at you and saying, well, think something's gone wrong with the procedure. weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, but the doctor wasn't moving his mouth. You look up and his hair said that. Right, God, sorry, let's go. Let's go. What's the next question? James says, hello, David, James, Sean, and Blake. Having just put my AirPods through the washing machine for the third time, I was wondering, what's the most expensive thing you've ever broken or seriously damaged? Oh, God. Oh, I think. God. Um, well, I mean, I guess I've broken my TV. It still works, technically. 
but I was stupid. I put, I was so stupid, so fucking stupid. I put the TV on the wall, right? Oh, yeah. And I put the, you know, with a bracket and everything, yeah. and it's in a recess, so you can't see, like, the back of it or anything That's like right, that. Yeah. And in my head, I was thinking, this, it's like a proper movable bracket. Like, you can pull, pull it right away from the wall, and you can turn it and all this sort of stuff. And I thought, I'm going to be, I was making some waffles or something, and I thought, but I want to watch a football so I thought, well, I can just pull it right away from the wall and angle it towards where the kitchen is because we've got like a one of those, you know, holes in the wall. You should have <laughs> used a mirror, Dave. You should have used a mirror. Well, yeah, I should have <laughs> used a mirror. Not thinking that the fucking HDMI ports are plugged into the side of it. So when I pulled it out and went to spin it, it just ripped one of the, like, all of the fucking HDMI cables just ripped and split. And one of the ports is now completely fucked, so we can't use it. So we've yeah. got to use one of those little switch button things for, <laughs> for the switch and the, uh, and the Virgin Media. So, yeah, what an idiot. So I guess that counts. Fucking idiot. <laughs> I'm so angry with myself about that. I get that thing as well, I don't know if you guys do, where even if there's a slight thing wrong with something that you own, it sticks in your head. It niggles oh, God, yeah. Yeah, it niggles really at you. niggles. Yeah. My, I've got a scratch yeah. on the top of my screen on my phone. Yeah. And yeah. it is infuriating me right about now. Yeah. Every time I look at it, it makes me feel ill. Um, <laughs> I don't know what, what happened. I All my phones were pristine for years. And now in the last sort of three years, I'm, I'm going to put it down to exhaustion as a result of having a child. Um, but yeah, I just, I'm fucking up phones left, right and centre now. Oh, no, they're not that bad. Oh, really? But, uh, well, the last phone I had, yeah, so I managed to, like, fucking smash. It was the uh, Galaxy S8, 7, 8. Um, no, 9. Fuck, not that oh, fucking matters. matters but, but, yeah, yeah, point is, <laughs> it's one of the ones with the glass around the side, which, as it turns out, is just oh, right. more yeah, ways yeah, yeah, for yeah. it to get smashed. Um, and, yeah, so it was, like, two of the corners on it were, like, crushed, basically, and all bits coming off it. And I'd only had it for about six months, and obviously, so I was still stuck with it for another, you know, year and a half. So I was like, Do you know what, fuck it, I'm just going to pay to get it repaired. It was like 250 quid. Basically, I just got a new fucking phone. Um, and then, yeah, so I got it fixed, you know, just bit the bullet, and then within six months, it was broken again. And I was just like, I'm just going to have to live with this. I'm not, not paying that again. That's fucking stupid. Shit. Um, yeah. It's, I tell you what, I know what Blake's answer is to this. Oh, yeah. Go on. Now what your answer is, Because I'm struggling The most expensive think. thing you've broken. Sounds like he's taunting oh. you a bit. I, I'm actually <laughs> really bo- interested to see what it is. <laughs> the most expensive thing you've broken, Blake. Your the, heart? The box office, uh, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the, box oh, the box office. office. Oh, good yeah, idea. With the, with the, the, the movie and that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is, that's a good uh, one. I don't know when this is going out, but that's uh, literally 10 years tomorrow. <laughs> record this 10 years tomorrow oh, no. is uh, is the date that that movie that record breaking box office breaking movie first came out i'll never forget mate i'll never forget i'll always be a fan in fact actually we'll see um let's see if you do your how your jar jar binks interpretation goes in the near future Sorry, um when you said when you said 10 years i was like well, oh well he can't be talking about that no fucking hell that was 10 jesus christ that yeah. was 10 years and that's ago. the movie yeah. not the shit, shit not the series yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the movie like, that's how old <laughs> we've all got <laughs> but the, the second one was because Charlie, oh god i remember this because harry had just been born when um the second film came out and you 
unbelievably like uh, I, it, one of the best experiences of my life invited me to the premiere and we went to the after after party and i had to leave early because the baby wouldn't go to sleep could you oh, imagine that no imagine how angry i was <laughs> um i mean it was still pretty late but i was furious <laughs> I had to go back and look after harry uh yeah never forgive him that kid um james come on uh it was probably yeah the the, the coffee all over the computer recently that, that oh, was yeah, expensive yeah. and it cost me a lot of money. Oh, yeah, but it wasn't yours, though. That doesn't count. You just <laughs> got it fixed. That's true, yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah. Like phones. I've broken phones. There you go. I've done that really? a couple of times. I've never yeah. broken... Like, I'm, I don't put them in cases. I don't put the covers mm. on them or anything. This is the first time I've actually, like, scratched a screen on a phone, and it's infuriating me. So now I'm thinking maybe I need to change my stance on that. But I've never had. I've never broken. It just stays in my pocket all the time. I think I'm so protective over it. It's weird. You ever what do you do? I dropped, you drop them. I, when I dropped an iPhone 3GS in a sink um, once, which yeah, was really annoying. Good. Yeah, it, it not waterproof. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, because like, so, I mean, my solution to all this is just to get less nice phones, and then for therefore not be as upset. Because it just got to the point where I was like. Because I was getting like flagship ones, and I was like, "Wow, man, this phone's amazing! Better put a fucking massive case on it and a stupid screen protector, so it looks like shit." Like, yeah, it's just yeah. pointless. Yeah, absolutely right. The next okay. question comes from Cat Sick Willy Fingers, who okay. says, "Hello, <laughs> says hello, fellow humans, and Dave. Uh, podcasting oh, requires okay. each person to have a voice. How would each of you describe the other's voices?" Mm, brilliant. Can I, I would describe them with sounds. What, so just like by pretending to yeah, do an so, impression. So who's this? <sighs> James. Right, yeah, that's spot on. Yeah. Who's this? Ah, is that me? Yeah, Sean. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and who's this? <laughs> that's Matt. That's Matt, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, Perfect. Yeah. That's how I'd describe them. <laughs> Perfect, right? James. Um. Yeah, uh, I, I can't do it in pressure of you, so I don't know how it would go. Would I it c- just be classes? Would you just describe them in class? Working class, working class, and also slightly less working class? Is that is that where you go? Pretty offensive, Dave. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> well, it sums you up, doesn't it? Dick. Do, do, you know yeah. like about, do you know what I like about Dave's voice? Is because for like a long time, I, had, I think I had like a weird hang up about the fact that. Like, I, for some reason, I perceived my own voice as being, like, weirdly, like, high-pitched than most of the men that I knew. Oh, really? And then I met Dave, and I was like, well, his <laughs> is definitely higher than mine, and he sounds fine. Yeah, I've got yeah. So Yeah, I've always had a high-pitched voice. <laughs> um, yeah, 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 I've never been able to nail the whole, uh, hello. I can't, <laughs> I can't, like, sounded like a normal man. I can't do that. I think because uh, the thing with me is that it, mine just gets higher-pitched when I'm annoyed, which obviously doesn't help. <laughs> Like when I'm really angry about something, and then I just start talking like this, as if that helps, and that makes me sound really important, and like you should pay attention to what I'm saying. Me, it's when I'm excited, like when I'm excited or or whatever, um, I go way too high pitched, way too high pitched. <laughs> Any dogs um, can hear it. I, I can go really high pitched as well. Yeah. I do it on a regular, but like to the kids, I muck about, and I go. Sorry, I can't move. Let's move on. <laughs> I mean, Blake, how would you describe our voice? <laughs> dull? Dull? No, just... <laughs> Probably you dull. You know, sen- sensual. 
and uh, like that. yeah, uh, uh, arousing and titillating. Is, <laughs> okay, is all right. Let's move. Let's move voices. on. Can we move on? Let's move on. Could you write that as a review on iTunes? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Liz Walker says, I wanted to write in to say to the person that was contemplating playing Yakuza but was scared that they'd end up playing it for the next year, do it anyway. I started playing the Yakuza series back in February, mainly due to how much James bangs on about it on the show. And just last week, I finally finished Yakuza Like a Dragon. I'm even playing Yakuza Dead Souls, despite it being really rough, with the hope that it will tide me over until Lost Judgment comes out next month. The whole series has been completely worth every hour of my gaming time spent and has had the extra benefit of saving me money as I've not felt the need to get any new releases in the meantime and most Yakuza, game, uh, Yakuza games being available uh, relatively cheaply at this point. My question for the pod, if you didn't have to worry about playing new games for the podcast, is there a video game series you would like to play back to back without interruption? Oh, that's a good question. Probably Mass Effect. Oh, yeah. Yeah? I'd love to go through that again. Good yeah. shout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love you when they when they you know they re-released them recently, Blake. Yeah, uh, yeah. Is it called the Legend or Legacy Edition or something? Yeah, that's right. So I, yeah, I yeah, that yeah, has yeah. been like I haven't played games for a little while now, and that's been one of those ones that I've been thinking about getting. I may have even texted you about it actually, just saying is it is it going to be worth? Because I was like, I wasn't sure whether it's better to get it on the PS5 or, or PS4 or, or what the best thing to do with it was. It must take up so much memory on uh, on whatever console you're playing it on but yeah i am really no, i don't think it's that bad. oh really i just imagined it would be yeah i don't think it's that because i never played mass effect one so that would be exciting in itself and mass effect oh, two man. i think is still possibly my favorite game of all time i loved it mm-hmm. so much and i also am you know I'm, i'd be interested to see if i could uh you know have shepherd die not a virgin in in this installment of of, of mass effect he was he, he, you, he was unlucky in love my shepherd uh in the the the, the mass effect 2 and mass effect 3 it's, it's haunted, it me, like... haunted me till this day that you know he's, he's never ever found found love found a relationship and he he, he died alone <laughs> Uh yeah, so it's it's eighty eighty four to eighty seven gigabytes, so it's not too bad. Like I mean, one Call of Duty game is more than that. Um, so I think yeah, I think that's okay. Um, Fair enough. But yeah, I mean, getting the time to go through those games again would be uh, yeah. would be something I want to do. But the problem is, it's going through it again, isn't it? I suppose uh, I'm not going to say Yakuza because I, I don't. I've got no interest in those games, but. Um, yeah, that's probably my answer, James. This is it. Wouldn't happen to be Phoenix Wright, would it? Oh, definitely. Yeah, I need to play through those again. Oh, for you fuck's know, sake. <laughs> his, his annual run. Yeah, and annual playthrough of yeah. Phoenix Wright. Um, no, I tell you, I do you know. I wouldn't mind going back and trying and playing Shamu again. Actually, like, because I, I I got the collection that came out on PS4, but I never I've never touched it. Like I've never. I mean, I played the third one and finished it, and it wasn't very good. And but then I don't. Sometimes I just think I'd like to try that again. But then after watching you playing it, and then realizing that yeah. you know it's not that great, especially Shenmue when you can... two is not a good game. Yeah. Shenmue one still has <laughs> things to like about it. Yeah, uh, I think it's just dated too badly. Good. Is the problem, and I just don't think. Yeah, maybe it's not a good idea to go back. Nope. Sure. You know, I I had been thinking recently that I'd quite like to do a full Metroid run, and then I heard the Kane and Rince episode about the first Metroid game, and I was like, ah, 
No, that's, that's I, I've thought about doing that a couple of times, but it's the that it's that first one, isn't it? Because it's yeah. really isn't the second worse as well. Yeah, the second's even well. No, the, <laughs> I mean they're not bad games. Like mm. the second one's probably worse than the first one, but it's just there's no map, and it yeah. that makes it incredibly difficult, you know, to yeah, figure out where yeah, you're yeah. going. That's good. Um, I don't know. I mean, because obviously I have. <laughs> I mean, obviously saying Yakuza is, is a cop out because that's the whole thing about about Liz's question, but like. But it has been really nice, like starting with the Yakuza games, and I am still chipping away at Kiwami here and there. Um, so, yeah, like, yeah, realistically, if I didn't have to play new stuff for the show, that probably is the like what I would dive into. Um, but I feel like I should have a more interesting answer than that. I keep thinking, like, oh, like a proper Final Fantasy Do you know, run. I was going to say that as well because half I, of I, those are bad, though, yeah. aren't they? So, yeah, <laughs> can't win. I can't. There's not many series that have been running for that long and are actually pretty consistent, is there? Mm. So, I, uh, there's an answer. Uh, <laughs> Kurt Lewin says, "Hi, chaps. Uh, while I was out walking, listening to the latest podcast, I found a twenty-pound note on the floor. What's the highest amount of money you've ever found, and what's the lowest amount you would deem suitable enough to hand into the police if you would hand it in at all?" Good question. The lowest amount. So you'd I found. Okay, I found twenty pound outside. I think the rule is if you find it in, outside on the street, it's yours, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. If you find it in a shop or something like that, you yeah, hand it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's okay, kind yeah. of my rule. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So we found. I found twenty pounds. I was walking with my sister up past the local independent video game store. Found twenty pound on the floor. Walked in was looking for a game to spend it on while my sister was going, but what if that person's in here that that had the 20 pounds? And I'm going, shut up, man. I spent it. I spent it, boy. Um, what's the... Okay, let's start with that question first. The, the highest amount of money that you found, Sean? I think I've only found, like, the odd tenor and stuff. It's never been anything particularly amazing. Not found like a, a a money clip, no. Like they do in American films. <laughs> like. uh, James, uh, I don't think I've ever found money. Actually, I found it when I lived in China, but I've never found God, it here. What? You've never found money at no, all? No, ever? not not on the floor. No, it's never happened like here. Oh man, I remember going at high school. This is yeah, going at high school and walking around the local area, just looking at the floor to find. Enough two peas and one peas to go and buy a ten p ice pop. Like it was like that was like yes, I'm getting an ice pop. Like, fucking yeah, man, you, you're missing out, boy. I remember you're missing out. I, I mean, I visiting... felt like a, a pound or whatever, but you know, it's what? like I'm talking oh, about like any like it's notes nothing or whatever. for you, is it, James? Yeah, but I'm talking <laughs> about notes. Windfall you know. for me. I remember visiting my auntie Christine's for the first time when I was about six or seven, and realizing that her sofa just had all like 50 p's and pound coins like stuff oh, down the side touch. and and yeah and, when, and, I, and i mentioned this and she was just like oh yeah whatever like help yourself and that <gasps> and that is when i realized my family was a little bit poor compared to others because <laughs> because i was just like what the fuck this is the most money in the world uh no yeah. that well maybe my family were quite poor compared to others then because that sounds like the best thing ever yeah, to yeah, happen yeah. oh it was amazing like bagging it was like, like walking out the door that in my like family my aunt would have gone well give that to me because that's food for the next week <laughs> <laughs> give, the, give that back you ain't got nowhere to that kid um blake 
Um, I want a briefcase. I can't think. Some gold bullions, you know. Um, but uh, <laughs> just a few of those. Um, no, I can't. I can't think of finding a, uh, unless it's happened that I've forgotten, which doesn't sound like me. Um, but I, 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 what I love is when you find like a tenner or twenty quid in an old coat of yours, because there's no. Oh yeah, there's, yeah. Oh, yeah that there's is no loser in that situation. Yeah. Every, everyone's yeah, a, a gift winner. from your past self. Yeah, yeah. it's nice. It is nice, isn't it? Yeah, you get it and you go, oh, brilliant. Well, it's yeah. the Cheers, me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then, like, I've got the classic situation where Joe's usually standing next to me and I'll pull it out of my pocket and go, oh, brilliant. And then she'll snatch it off me and go, oh, brilliant. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. I'm back here now, am I? With no money. Nice one. Thanks, Joe. Um, uh, okay, so what's the, what's the lowest amount of money you would hand to the police? It's probably a hundred, right? For me, I think yeah. if I found a hundred on the floor, I mean, that's it depends. Going... Like, is it, yeah, like, is it loose? Is it in an envelope? I feel like that changes things. I don't know. If yeah. I found 50, I think 50 is enough, like, that you'd want to give that in. I mean, if it was an I'd actual, what, like an actual 50 pound note, yeah, I'd just be like, well, hang on a minute, note. who's fucking walking around with 50 pound notes? Exactly. Yeah, it's just weird, how much it? blood is on yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, how about you, Blake? What's your limit? I don't know. Again, it depends on the situation. If there's like, if if there is, say there's there's like people coppers stood nearby, maybe even just twenty quid, you'd go up and go, oh, someone's someone's dropped this or something. And especially as you said, like in a shop or whatever. But other than that, if it's if yeah. it's in like any 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 amount of money in a wallet. Or like purse with any yeah. like ID. The, the wallet's going any in. Of that's yeah, going straight handed yeah, yeah, into yeah. the police yeah, yeah, or, yeah. or whoever. Yeah. Um, but again, an envelope full of cash. You start you start playing that game in your head. It's like this was used for nefarious uses, <laughs> and you start concocting <laughs> yeah, this but, idea that. But it's, then that's the thing, is it? Like the nature of the question has changed in the last like what thirty years, yeah. hasn't it? Because. A few decades ago, well, yeah, of course you'd have loads of cash in your wallet. Why wouldn't you? Whereas now it's like, whoa, what's going on here? It's He's weird. got cash. <laughs> but if I look, see the way my brain works, if I saw two coppers across the road and then I saw a £50 note on the floor, I'd be thinking, they put that there and they're going to rest. <laughs> Anyone that picks it up and puts it in their back pocket, that's blatantly what's going to happen. I'm going to put yeah. it in my back pocket and then get tackled. Go, no, I was going to hand it in, mate. <laughs> um, yeah, I think we've covered that question, Sean. All right, uh, last one. Sergeant Salt says, is there any chance Blake can get James a walk-on role in his next project? Please. Please. Make it happen. Please, Blake, do He's that. He's a pro. He'll be really good. Well, my, ne- my next project's going to be a play, so that's that's going to be... That's even better. Interesting. Perfect. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm, Every sure, I'm sure there, we can make that work. <laughs> what sort of... I mean, I don't know if you could talk about it, but what sort of... What are we talking here? Are we talking about... Uh, Shakespeare. <laughs> we talking? I mean, am I supposed to fall over or not? You know, is what I'm like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for, for, it's not a comedy, so falling over may not uh, play right for the story. But uh, you know, d- you, d- you roll with it. It's live theatre, mate. What happens happens. <laughs> <laughs> is there a narrator involved in this play? Because James would be a perfect narrator. I feel coming out. <laughs> In front of the stage with the curtain still down, going, Hello, today I'm going to tell you a story. Oh, mate, I can see it now. <laughs> see him on a chair. 
right in the front of the stage, big armchair. Oh God, we got a with like a smoking jacket, famous. a smoking jacket, and a pipe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I can pitch this to the director, and we'll just see what happens. I don't you know, think we can know. break dance, right? <laughs> I, I did. so we could like. I think we do parkour at intermission. He could just do a little break dance. The routine. <laughs> can we just stop talking about me like I'm really? not here? This is like. <laughs> <laughs> Regional champion, Blake. Can you believe it? It's madness. Um, right, okay. Uh, let's get onto the socials, James. It's you. Matt's oh. not here. Um, Look, the, imagine oh. you're auditioning for this play, right? You've got your lines. You know your lines. Let's go. Um, thank you for listening. Um, so no, I do that bit. No, it's just the socials. Remember. Oh, yeah, you're not okay. saying goodbye, you're just doing the socials. We're not doing streaming this play this isn't going to go doesn't... well if he doesn't get on top of things. <laughs> <laughs> it's not he doesn't understand the concept of anything. <laughs> God, There's not any streaming this week. There's nothing according to what I'm looking at here in front of me. <laughs> That's what it says nothing. to be <laughs> yeah. right. But on Friday, there's a Dark Calls rerun, and there's a new episode every Friday until April 2022, exclamation mark. Well, that's what Matt's written. <laughs> you don't need to read that bit. Yeah. Nice. You can miss that bit. <laughs> so, um, yeah, if, if you've got Twitch Prime... No, was it? It's Amazon, if you've got Amazon Prime, you've got Twitch Prime, so you can subscribe to our channel even though we're not doing any streaming. You can still do that. That'd be nice. Uh, we've got a Patreon, which I don't know... I've forgotten. Okay, like I did this really <laughs> well last time, and I've completely forgotten what the what the address is. Don't let the pressure get nice? to you. Don't let the pressure get to you, James. Is it patreon.com slash TCGS co? Ah, no, no so co. Close. No co. Just, just TCGS. Just TCGS. Yes, okay. That's right. Yeah. And so you can do that, or you can write to us. There's a form, uh, which is like tcgs.co slash dear TCGS. Um, I think Sean's supposed to say that, but never mind. Um, I did twice. Did you? Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Sean. Um, <laughs> and then it's TCGS code for everything else. Uh, just go to that website. So, yeah, thanks. Blake, thank you so much for joining us, man. Oh, it's been my yeah, pleasure. I really appreciate yeah, it. Thank you for having me. And um, just watch it with this podcast stuff, because I've been known to have certain podcasts removed. Yeah, I've got that sort of power. I know you've entered my world now. Yeah, watch your back. <laughs> I will watch my step. <laughs> and um, you do realize that you so I'm actually talking to like people that could kill you, though. <laughs> like I'm, yeah, I'm <laughs> no, making genuine the... contact with like lethal killing machines that do it for a living. Well, I am aware of that. <laughs> I am aware of that. Well, we've got a listener who's a black belt in um, jiu-jitsu That's true. So yeah. that's good. You pick your hardest guest that you've had on. And we'll get them to fight John Denton. Let's have that. <laughs> Let's give that a go. We will catch you next week uh, for more video game chat. Um, and I think Matt's back, right? Are you off next week, James? Um, no, no. I'm here I think next isn't week. it a full full squad next is week? And full... then Whoa. then James oh. is off, and then I'm off. Or is there another? I can't remember. It's all yeah, happening. Like it's all happening. Yep. But we'll uh, we'll catch you next week, regardless. Uh, we love you all. Goodbye. Goodbye. Kissy kiss. Bye bye.